It's six o'clock, I'm Simon Oxley. The headlines, criticism of new Luton housing estate, 12-year-old boy injured by hit-and-run in Milton Keynes and coroner's concern over M1 Junction. BBC Three Counties Radio. A new housing estate in Luton being built next to the M1 is being criticised by neighbouring residents who say their privacy has been lost. The land at Butley Road is being developed despite previously being considered too close to the motorway. More from our political reporter Paul Scoynes. This land was prevented from development in the 1970s because it was too close to the motorway. But a dire housing crisis in Luton led to the council changing its position, with residents even campaigning to get the land designated as a village green. More than 50 homes Homes are being built, just under half of which are affordable or shared ownership. But the residents say their gardens are now being overlooked and the stress has caused some to move away. A 12-year-old boy has been seriously injured after being hit by an off-road motorbike being ridden on a grass playing area in Milton Keynes. The boy suffered serious leg injuries at the playing area off Lamas in Bean Hill at around 3.45 on Tuesday afternoon. The motorcyclist rode off. Police are appealing for witnesses. A minute's silence has been observed across Japan to mark the 70th anniversary of the atomic bombing of Hiroshima. At a ceremony in the city, the Japanese Prime Minister called for global nuclear disarmament. One of Britain's most wanted fugitives has been arrested in Hertfordshire after flying back from Spain where his face had been displayed on a giant screen. 47-year-old Anthony Dennis, wanted over allegations of drug trafficking, was arrested in London Colney on Tuesday. The National Crime Agency say his face was one of 18 wanted men pictured on a giant screen driven through expat hotspots such as Benidorm and Malaga. A coroner is calling for a review of safety at Junction 14 of the M1 at Milton Keynes. It follows the death of a Bedford woman on the exit slip road last week. More from Lee Agnew. 35-year-old Asa Yalsin-Kaya from Elstow was waiting in stationary traffic to leave the motorway when a lorry crashed into the back of her car. It caused a five-vehicle pile-up and Mrs Yalsin-Kaya was pronounced dead at the scene. Speaking ahead of a full inquest into her death to be held next year, senior coroner Tom Osborne said he wants a full investigation into queuing at that junction on the M1. Three cows have been struck and killed by a train in Hertfordshire. The incident happened at about ten past three yesterday afternoon near Bishop Stortford and involved the Liverpool Street to Stansted service. Hearts police say three other cows made off through the town's high street before being contained. No one on board the train was injured. Commuters are facing a day of disruption because of a strike by London underground workers. It's the second stoppage in a month by staff angry at plans for a new all-night service due to start in a few weeks' time. And people living in Hemel Hempstead have been rated the happiest in the southeast. A survey by property website Rightmove asked people how they feel about where they live. In sport, England's cricketers will win back the Ashes if they beat Australia in the fourth test, which starts this morning at Trent Bridge. England lead 2-1 in the five-match series. The weather, a cloudy start, but some sunny spells later, a maximum temperature 23 degrees Celsius. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. Thank you, Simon. Morning, guys. Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Something, something. Ah, there we go. That's it. That's it. That's it. There was something. And that was it. I knew we'd. Uh, I knew we'd get there in the end. 
Yeah, so we'll, shall we do this? We ready, guys? Let's have it. Squinty, come in. Beds, come in, buddy. Come in, buddy. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Come in, buddy. Great to see you, Scoins. Nice we to be here. just to say off air, we were playing a little game called Future Papers, where <laughs> I pretended I had a newspaper from the future uh, that predicted Paul Scoins' death. <laughs> Apologies if you were offended by that. I wasn't uh, massively offended, no. Okay, but thanks for the warning. Exactly, and if it does happen, double apologies for that as well. Yeah, um, I owe you uh, a little bit of cash, which I'm gonna. Um, when do you need that cash by exactly? What's the? Uh, uh, the well, the, you know, that, that, we can work, we can work it out. Ian Lee <clears throat> uh, and and Paul Scoines. What's so about? Hey, do you like Sammy Davis Jr.? Yeah. Do you like the Hawaii Five O theme tune? Yes. Do you think you'd like um, Sammy Davis Jr. singing words to the Hawaii Five-O oh, theme? Yes. You can count on me. It's only the best song ever to feature Sammy Davis Jr. singing words to an instrumental. If you get in trouble, bring it home to me. Whether I am near you or across the sea. Don't you let them get you up against the wall Cause I'll be there to catch you And I won't let you fall Call me if they hit you below Call me when there's nowhere to go And I'll be there You can count on me If they all desert you and you start to bend, you know I won't let them hurt you, and I don't pretend. Don't call if you got nothing to say. Don't call me if you just want to play, but call me on Devil's Day. You can count on me. Now, for several years, we've been following the... (laughs) 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 Oh, dearie me. I mean, um, he did a whole album of that stuff. That's the only one I've got. I don't don't get Sammy Davis Jr. You don't get him? What's not to get? Several things. Really? Where do you want me to start? Okay. Oh. He's a wee fella. I've got beef with any man under... All right, let's be generous. Any man under five foot seven, five foot seven and under, and I'm funny about people who are five foot eight, five foot nine. That's just weird. <laughs> but five foot seven and under is just 
What is that well, five about? Five foot nine's fairly average, isn't it? <laughs> How tall are you? you? You've got to be a six footer. Five I think eleven. I, I'm five eleven and a half. I think oh, it's been a while since I've measured myself. Mate, you're nearly in your. All right, Adrian Mole, you're nearly in your forties. We don't say halves uh, anymore. Well, sorry. Mid to late thirties. Yes, I, closer to mid. I I'd had. Say. I'm hiring a car. Right. Well, I can still drive legally, and um, I, I now have to scroll so far down <laughs> when it gets to the what year were you born? Oh. I was there for about twenty minutes trying to scroll oh. down to nineteen seventy-three. It was hard work on the old. I had to go and stop and have a lie down. I got to about nineteen eighty-four. I thought, oh, I'll have a rest now. <laughs> then I had to come back and did a bit more scrolling. <laughs> Took me ages. Didn't take that long. Just scrolling through years. How much do I, I, I owe you money? You owe me some money. Okay. It's about 100. Whoa, hey, guys, I don't want them to know what I'm on. I don't <laughs> want to, I don't need them to know my bunts. <laughs> 100,000. Whoa, guys! <laughs> that's, what, that's what you need to pay me. Guys, it's in my wallet. Should we do this? Yeah. I'm feeling it. Okay. I'm feeling it now. You still feeling it? For several years, uh, we have been. This is we have been following the story of, uh, for a long time. A piece of land in Luton, which was given away to developers for free. Let me just say that again. This land was given away to developers for free by Luton Borough Council. Indeed. Thank you. Residents said it was uh, land they used to play sport, walk dog. They even tried to save it by attempting to get it set aside as a village green. There's a cracking video that, that you've done, Paul Scoins, on uh, the Facebook page. If you want to go and have a look at it, because. Um, well, there's one lady, she opens, I've watched this video, she's opened, um, she opens the gate that used to go out onto a field. Yes. And it just goes into a wall. It goes onto another fence. It's now. incredible. <laughs> anyway, the council persisted, the development for over 50 homes went ahead. Now it's nearly finished. The residents say their life has been a nightmare over the last year and they've lost their privacy. You've been to visit some of the residents, Paul. Yeah. Give us the background. Well, it's indeed, as you say, it's a piece of land. It's a strip of land right by the M1. And in the 1970s, when some of the houses were being built, um, the the land was designated too dangerous to build on. It was too close to the motorway yeah. and the air quality wasn't good enough. So the developers at the time were wimpy. They basically gave the land to Luton Borough Council, but on the proviso that it was maintained. Yeah. Now, the idea was that it would be an open space, um, not designated as a park or anything like that, but it was basically designated as a land which couldn't be used. So it was to be maintained. Yeah. And that was the agreement up until a couple of years ago uh. when, indeed, you know, uh, the an application was put forward a housing association was enlisted a developer was enlisted to put forward a proposal for about 50 homes half of which are shared ownership and uh, um, affordable homes How's it given away for free? Because that land must be worth dollar oh, It's millions, yeah, millions of, of pounds and this was part of three sites in the town which were given away to yeah. this association. Now the justification by the council was we need to spend money on uh, housing we don't have that money so here's land to a developer they can develop the, the land but on the proviso on the basis yeah that we get something out of it we get some homes out of it now you know you can argue about whether or not they got many homes out of it they got 24 or so in this case they got some more in other parts of the town but 
the residents say, well, this was land we never expected to, be, to build on. We, we, when we moved into our properties, we were told that this was the deal, that this land wouldn't be developed. It's mm -hmm. too close to the motorway. You know, the air quality reports at the time showed that. They showed that there, there was a red zone right up to the, uh, the, the garden uh, of these properties. That changed. The, oh. the, uh, even though the motorways got gotten wider, uh, the air quality reports were changed and, and it was found that the red zone had moved right to the edge of where these properties are. Uh, the residents uh, uh, put up a fight. Well, they did, absolutely. They went through uh, a number of appeals. They even tried uh, to get their um, uh, the, this land designated as a village green. There was a historic hedgerow. You had m numerous uh, discussions with the head of housing yep. uh, about whether or not a hedgerow counted as a, uh, you know, in a planning application, and um, we were told it did. We spoke to the Open Spaces Society about how this is happening all over the country, and indeed, you know, the, the, the council's view was that they're so limited for space in Luton that they only have a certain number of places which they own and this was one and they said that this was this was a, their only option they yeah. of course do have lots of brownfield sites which aren't being used you know we've been to lots of them we've seen you know vast open swathes yeah. of concrete which aren't being developed they say they can't own them there have been some changes in the budget. Uh, what does it look like now, this this specific area? Well, I mean, it is overlooked. It's definitely overlooked. It's a, it's a building site at the moment. They're nearly finished. They open in November. And, uh, you know, it, I, I was in uh, the lady... These are the ones that look over, right, overlook the M1, don't they? Yeah. They're not quite... I mean, this is... No, this is up at Junction... I suppose it's between Junction 11 and Junction 12. Right. So it's up where the new junction is going to be. Um, so th th they're not... They're almost on the M1. They're but right up to it, but they're, they're not right on it. Uh, no, but they... Are, they're, are they tower... The, no, no. Not the tower blocks. Those are, those are down by Junction 10. Yeah, because we drove past those the yeah, other day. And, uh, absolutely. And the gosh. thing was that the, 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 that almost set a bit of a precedent. Right, OK. Because that's now right on the M1. Yeah, well, so of course, we'll, you know, if yeah. you were going by the old standards, then you wouldn't be allowed to build those houses. So you drove past those and thought, who would want to live there? Um, Great transport facilities. Though. Well, yeah, if you abseil down <laughs> onto a passing vehicle. Uh, the council, we're going to come on later on to speak to Tom Shaw. The developers uh, we're not speaking to, though, what have they said? Well, they have sent an enormous statement. Oh, um, which I'll, I'll pick out of. Mm. Uh, they say that... Have I got uh, time to go to the loo? You probably do. OK. Um, uh, Phil Thompson, the head of development at Catalyst, has um, said that these homes are part of 361 homes they're building across Luton to help the town's dire housing shortage. They say that uh, the residents that we're speaking to later have strongly objected to our plans to build these homes at every stage. We do sympathise with them, um, but the concern has got to be balanced against these quote, life-changing opportunities that these affordable housing bring to the town, these nine affordable houses. Um, Mr and Mrs Stiff allege that rats are being attracted to the site, but uh, they haven't seen those. Well, the residents will say to you later that they've seen four or five. They've got a rat trap at the end of their garden now. It's a rat trap. They describe the uh, the small gap. It's literally about, what, a foot, foot and a half yeah. between their fences um, as the uh, an M1 for rodents, oh, is how they said. But the they also the thing was is they, they they've got a um, an extension so you know which was built years and years ago. So that was their fire escape. Yeah. They now currently yeah, open yeah, their fire escape to a fence. Um, thank you, Paul. There's lots more uh, dust and various things, but okay. they say it's the summer. But I won't. we we had Sammy Davis Jr. singing the Hawaii Five O theme. We did. I can't find it. My friend of mine years ago um, wrote lyrics to Quincy. <laughs> Oh, wow. And I, can't, I thought da, I heard it on my... Because it is. Hi, my name is Quincy. Quincy. I'm a little frisky. <laughs> um, 
I like to cut up dead. I like to cut up bodies, then have sex. Hang on, let me go two or two. Hang on a minute. Let's do the travel. It works. It works. It's do the travel. Then I'm going to play you the video, the opening titles, and I'll sing you the lyrics. Okay. okay. All right. Thank you. Travel news for beds, hearts, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M25 clockwise, there's been an accident between Junction 12 for the M3 and 13 for Staines. It's being recovered at the moment, so two lanes are closed, and it's causing queues from Junction 11 for Chertsey. In Finchley, on the North Circular Road, there are queues building up between the East End Road and Henley's Corner. And in Amersham, on the A404, there's electricity works going on at Wealdon Lane, so that could cause some queues later on this morning. On the trains, Great Northern have delays between Peterborough and King's Cross because of late finishing engineering works. And if you're using the London Underground Stay or planning to, there is a strike action which means there are no services for the rest of the day. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you Sammy! Just trying to find Quincy with um, with the lyrics. This might be it, hang on, is this the right one? No, that's um, Spanky Wilson singing Sunshine Over. Do it in a minute mate. Bit, bit busy at the moment, so I'm trying to do the news. I'll leave you in peace. No. 6, uh, 17, Thursday the 6th of August, I'm Ian Lee, these are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A new housing estate in Luton being built next to the M1 is being criticised by neighbouring residents who say their privacy has been lost. A 12-year-old boy has been seriously injured after being hit by an off-road motorbike being ridden on a grass playing area in Milton Keynes and commuters are facing a day of disruption because of a strike by London underground workers. Every weekday morning. One partially closed yeah, and the others yeah, didn't operate yeah. at all. I have contacted other companies who do it professionally and they said it should have been anchored down. The JVS Show. It was looked over by the garage and they told me to not move the vehicle anywhere. It's a complete death trap. The JVS Show fights for your rights and tackles your consumer problems. I'm getting nowhere. I've tried on numerous occasions to talk to the manager of the company. If you need our help, email jvsshow at bbc.co.uk. So they said, we're going to contact the customer, we're going to have a chat, and we're going to make a, a gesture to that customer. And we could do the same for you. Without your programme, I don't know what you'd do in the morning. The JVS Show. Weekdays from nine on BBC Three Counties Radio. I can't find it. I can't find it. I thought it was You've on You've done YouTube. some significant searching. I've, I YouTubed it. Quincy theme. Hang on a minute. Otherwise, I'm going to have to sing it. And I don't remember. This is like 10 years ago. So, um, Ian Lee, BBC Rant, go and do that. Oh, no, we won't play that, no. <laughs> um, all right. So, I'm going to have to try and sing it Acapulco, but I don't remember. Um, okay, here we go. Okay. Whoa. Here we go. Hi, my name is Quincy. I'm a little frisky. I like to cut up bodies, then have sex. Your Yorkshire'll find me with a lady lay beside me. Is she dead? I'll check her leg. No, I can't, I can't remember the rest of it. There she is. Is she dead? Oh, yeah. I'll check her leg, he's, you see. Yeah, he's doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember the rest of the... On a yacht you'll find me with a lady lay beside me. Is she dead? I'll check her leg. Hi, my name is Quincy. Hey. <laughs> 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 
There's more though, and I can't, if anyone's got the proper lyrics, uh, oh, you know, then I really do wish you the very, the very best of luck marvelous. with that. You still here? Well, I was listening to that. No, <clears throat> it's done now. Okay. So um, anyway, I'd like to dedicate this song, Paul, to us because we're going underground. Something that killed off the cattle. You you, you still couldn't couldn't tie it in with Hang the people. Hang you on. can't be We're sure. Gone. We have to make the connection. <laughs> We've gone into an episode of Quincy. That was inappropriate. Sorry. Uh, because we're going underground, All right. I thought you might like this. Goose Step Mama by the Ruffles. Tell us on Twitter. It's your birthday. Oh, no wonder you're crying. to say by the way it's great to have you back girls thanks player i haven't got your birthday present I, don't I, worry i don't want any presents okay well i've got something you can have uh, again upset me last time i know cried for days i'm sorry about that um so what are you doing for your birthday working working and then i've just got to be ready for 1 30 and that's all i know chinese dentist time yeah but before the clocks went what's um, happening at 1 30 don't know oh just gonna be ready, dressed who's nice. Said, what do you mean? Who said that? My friends. You haven't got friends. I've got loads. Where? Um, well. well, I wish you. How old are you now? Nineteen. Mm-hmm, sure. Oh, so sweet. So sweet. So sweet. Well, I really. What would you like for your birthday? Nothing. If I get order on Amazon, it'll be here by tomorrow. I don't want anything. Book. CD. Yeah. My CD. Mm-mm. Do you want a CD? I've got nowhere to put those anymore. Ah. It's the future. Oh yeah. Uh, an MP3. You're just, how are you going to get me an MP3? Just through the cloud. Of, of, <laughs> through, the, through the cloud, just. 
Boss, do you know what? This morning before the programme, you said to me, I want you to go on the streets and talk about birthday cards and what a oh. waste of time they are. And I thought, you know, I'm not going to say anything, hey. but your timing, it disgusts me. <laughs> it's true. I've sent him out to do a thing about our birthday cards are a uh, WOM I waste agree of with money. You. I agree. Oh, well, can you give me the £5 I spent on your card then? You didn't get me a card. Yeah. Uh, I, I forgot it was her birthday, Justin. Yeah, yeah. Did... Valuable member of the team and. You know, I know so, you are, mate. We'll discuss you later on. We're talking about cows now. Yeah, it's not okay. always about you, Dills. I'm sticking up here, though, mate. Thank you. You're sticking? What? Anyway, <laughs> if the people want to phone up and wish cows a happy birthday <laughs> on air, 03459 555. Yeah, sound fair enough? Best day ever. All right. Justin. Morning, boss. Off sorry, road bike. Some, sorry. So, somebody just bibbing their horn. I think uh, wishing Kelly a happy birthday. Happy so. bibbing. If you want to um, uh, bib your... Uh, uh, we can't sing happy birthday for uh, copyright reasons, although that may be being overturned. Did you know that? You know that we have to pay for happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. It's about time that was the, overturned. There's a, there's a massive court case going on going on, saying that actually they've lied to us and that we that the court, happy birthday is in the public domain. Well, it's, it's preventing fun, not just across beds, hearts and bugs, not just across the UK, but across the world. It's outrageous. It's outrageous. Now, listen, off-road motorbikes, uh, nuisance, three counties, put them all together. you basically got this show for the last six months. Dunstable and Houghton Regis is where we've uh, been kind of focusing. But, um, well, there's, uh, something's happening in a park in Milton Keynes, Just what's, been, what's going on? Yeah, well, on Tuesday, a 12-year-old boy was playing on the grass opposite uh, Lammers in the Bean Hill area of Milton Keynes. He was hit by what police say was an off-road scrambler motorcycle. Uh, the boy was taken to Milton Keynes General Hospital, uh, where he's being treated for serious leg injuries. And reports on social media this morning from those who know the family, apparently the boy has now had an operation. Uh, the rider of the motorcycle failed to stop at the scene of the collision as well. Uh, what more are the police saying? Well, they're appealing for people with information to come forward. The investigating officer, PC Ian Stevens, mm. he's from the Joint Operations Unit for Roads Policing, which is based at Milson Keynes Police Station. He said, I would like to speak to anyone who witnessed this collision or may have seen the motorcycle being ridden prior to the collision. So they're appealing for people to come forward who may have seen something. Who's, who's Kevin Wilson that we're speaking to later? Yeah, Kevin Wilson is a, a Labour councillor. He's lived in the area for years, uh, representing it on and off since uh, the 70s, 1978. Uh, he says that they have similar problems to the ones that we've been talking about and highlighting for months, really, in the Dunstable and Houghton Regis area, especially problems there on the Redways in Milton Keynes. He says that cuts in the community and local policing, well, they've made this situation even worse up there in MK. And he now hopes that this case involving the 12-year-old boy will be a catalyst to, to finally get something done about this and hopefully stop further incidents like this in the future. OK, well, it's um, uh, just give us a quick background to some of the other stories that we've spoken about. Well, recently, we've uh, been telling our listeners how off-road bikers were disrupting the construction of a new bypass around Dunstable. Workers said that almost on a daily basis they were having issues there. Residents also living very close to the Grove Theatre, they've reported problems. Uh, one resident there told me that he was being kept awake late at night. And of course, we often see the players. You see them in the car park around the back here a couple of times. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, we, we've now moved into the area, so we're actually seeing it. Yeah. Uh, instead of hearing about it, we're seeing it. Also, uh, cricket players in Houghton Regis, they were angry after nice. their pitch was invaded. Yep. And I think the, the kind of frustration is that the police seem to be powerless to do anything. 
thing. I actually spoke to one of the bikers recently. I said to him, what's your message to the police? And his famous line was, catch me if you can. Oh, that guy. Yeah, him. Is that the fella? Uh, that's the one, yes. Okay, where's, oh, I've got to, I need to tidy these up again. Oh, here we go. Catch me if you can. That guy. Him, yeah, him. Have we, have we caught him yet? Uh, no, he's still out there saying catch me if you can. Unbelievable. Justin, speak to you later on. Take care, boss. Ta-ta. Now, why has that gone quiet? Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on. No, it's getting louder. Let's keep our fingers crossed and see what happens. Isn't it? Guys, Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio, 03459 555555. But seriously, birthday cards, they are a waste of time and money, aren't they? Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M25 
25, two lanes have been closed clockwise between Junction 12 for the M3 and 13 for Staines, which is causing queues on the approach because of an accident. On the M1, things are moving fine at the moment, but there's roadworks between Junction 12 for Flittick and 11 for Dunstable, meaning there's a lane closed in both directions. And in Cutterin on the A507, that's been closed in both directions for roadworks between Warren Lane and the Walken turnoffs. That could cause some delays this morning. In Finchley on the North Circular Road, there are queues between the East End Road and the A1 at Henley's Corner. On the trains, Great Northern have delays between Peterborough and King's Cross because of late finishing engineering works. And on the London Underground, if you normally use that, there's a strike on today, so there's no tube services running all day. Samantha Rickshaws. Rick Free Counties Radio. Rickshaws. They're going to do good business today. Rickshaws are going to do great business today. And um, a few things. Great for the environment. Really, really good for the health of the guys. And it's primarily guys. You sometimes see girls with dreadlocks doing it. But it's primarily guys doing it. It's because of the... the um, you have to really pump off hard. Um, sometimes they've got electric power. No, they've not got electric power. No, mate. But that would help. That's called cabs. No, because you get electric powered bikes. They're called motorbikes. Yeah, they're called no, motor- no, just like a no. cycling bike. No. And it's got, they're electric. So right. people are just going along You've like just, they're cycling. You, you've just entered, I'm, I'm really sorry, Sammy. This is the BBC. Have you not seen them? No, I, I'm sorry, Sam. I'm going to have to cut you off now, Sammy. You... Yeah, I just, I'm not having, I'm not having lies and nonsense on this show. Come Simon. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. The headlines, a new housing estate in Luton being built next to the M1 has been criticised by neighbouring residents who say their privacy has been lost. The land at Butley Road is being developed despite previously being considered too close to the motorway. A 12-year-old boy has been seriously injured after being hit by an off-road motorbike being ridden on a grass playing area in Milton Keynes. The boy suffered serious leg injuries in Bean Hill on Tuesday afternoon. And a coroner is calling for a review of safety at Junction 14 of the M1 at Milton Keynes. It follows the death of a Bedford woman on the exit slip road last week. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. England's cricketers will win back the Ashes if they beat Australia in the fourth test, which starts this morning at Trent Bridge. England lead 2-1 in the five-match series. Here's captain Alistair Cook. We can only control how we bowl, how we bat, how we operate, how we field. We know that if we put the ball in the, the certain areas to the Australian batters, then we'll put them under pressure. If they come back and play really well, credit to them. But, you know, we're trying to keep it as simple as we can in our group. You know, we saw at Edgbaston where we did, with their thereabouts and off stump to a lot of their guys, you know, we can get some reward. And if we're not, like we were at Lords, we got punished. Luton could be on the verge of a million-pound payday with reports linking former striker Andre Gray with the move from Brentford to Hull. Hull have reportedly made a £9 million offer for Gray and Brentford teammate Moses Odubajo. Luton have a sell-on clause after Gray left Kenilworth Road a year ago. Meanwhile, a young Luton side won 1-0 at Dunstable last night in their final pre-season friendly. And Watford have received support ahead of their return to the Premier League from the town's world heavyweight title boxing prospect Anthony Joshua. The Olympic champion was speaking after becoming one of eight Rio ambassadors. Do what they've done to get there, I think. I think that's the most important thing. Don't change what's worked, you know. You've got some new uh, some new management under your wings now and show them why, why they've come in and make it make make the fans happy. Everyone that's come to support you. 
And Britain's Adam Peaty will begin his bid for a fourth World Swimming Championship gold medal today in the 200-metre breaststroke. The 20-year-old yesterday claimed a further two, adding the mixed medley relay and 50-metre breaststroke goals to the 100-metre breaststroke gold he won on Monday. BBC Three Counties News and Sports, the next full bulletin at seven. <laughs> Sorry, you went all camp there. Sorry, I'm having terrible trouble with my computer today. I don't quite know what's going on. but um, Turn it on and off again. That that, that'll works. do it. Thank you very much indeed. Oh, I've not set that up. Bum, I've been all smooth then. You, you, don't worry, Simon. I'll sort this out. Don't worry. I'll, I'll, I'll clean this car crash up that I've created. It's entirely my fault. There we go. This is Ian Lee and on BBC Three Counties Radio. On the day that we have more listeners than we've probably ever had. Oh, yeah, Ray Jars are up. Thanks very much, guys. Um, ah, this is what I wanted. Hi, my name is Quincy. I'm a little frisky. There's a version with music somewhere. Sorry, Scott, who sent that to me. There's a version with music. Do, do, do you want to try it without the music, or do we want to hope Hello. someone... Oh. Do we want to hope someone sends us the music? Oh, let's, let's, uh... Hi, my name is Quincy. I'm a little frisky. I like to cut up bodies, then have sex. On my yacht you'll find me with a lady laid beside me. Is she dead? I'll check her leg. Hi, my name is Quincy. Yes, I'm a little frisky. Ooh. I eat at the same restaurant. Every night, ah. women sit by my side, though I smell a full maldehyde. We dine on crab, then sleep on my slab. Goodbye, my name is Quincy. Ba-dum-bum. Thank you very much indeed. Tony's on the line. Morning, Tony. Ah, oh, good morning, Ian. What a beautiful voice you have. Thank I do, I do. I actually do, <laughs> and I'm, I'm, prepared, I'm, I'm not afraid to use it. No, well, that's right. You shouldn't. No. But um, I, I, I certainly quite agree with you about birthday cards. Go on. What a waste of uh, what a waste of the environment. You know, how many trees do we chop oh. down to well, make birthday cards? Well, hang on a minute. You can probably get, I'm, and I'm kind of making up figures here, Tony. You can probably get about a hundred thousand cards from one tree. Yeah. But how many birthday cards are there? If we all send one to one another, that's 79 million times quite a few. I don't think they send birthday cards in the third world. Maybe it's his first time around. No, no, that's right. But just us is enough. Us is too... The thing is, I'm not that, I'm not that bothered about the environment. When it comes to birthday cards, I mean, you know, overall, mm. obviously, I've got kids. I hope the environment, you know, keeps going for quite a long time. But uh, they're, just a, they're just a fat... They're expensive. thing is, the, on the few times I go into a shop oh, expensive. and buy a birthday card, you buy a birthday card, and then they don't have the price on the back. You've got to go to that letter coding yeah. thing. <laughs> and they do that because they're so expensive. You go, oh, this is a nice card. £6.99? <laughs> yeah, that's right. For, yeah, a, rude, for a, a black and white photo with a rude joke about um, oral pleasures on there? I don't think no, so. Right. Ian, you did say just a moment ago that you did care about the environment, you know, when you talked about pedicabs, and some of them are electric, and I've had a go on one, and they're great fun to drive, but the thing is, you think it's like an ordinary bike, so you try and lean it, and, uh, and things go wrong. Well, that's that's an excellent um, uh, message, and, and Kelly, if I, if I don't give you a present this year, which I'm not going to, You've got the message of safety on whatever it was he was talking about. That's all I need. I always want to know uh, how to be safe on whatever it was he was talking about. Bob's in Bletchley, of all places. Bob Bletchley, morning. Good, good morning, sir. Good morning, love. What you got? Oh, thank you, darling. No, yeah, cheeky. As well. Cheeky. Uh, oh, would you like to join my club? Would I like to do what? 
Would you like to join my club? Couple of things. Yes. How much are the subs? Nothing. It's free. Beautiful. Do I get a membership card? You, yes, you do. You get one sent to your personal address. I'm in. Oh, final thing. What club is it? HMCC. Her Majesty's Crack... Mountain Regis Motorcycle Club. Oh, for crying out loud. Uh, we, and we're getting so many adverts on the radio, in the paper... Well, hang on. You, you, right, you phoning up a, a phone-in radio station and mentioning your club, that's not an advert. No, no, no. Not a personal advert. It's for the Houghton Regis Motorcycle Club. But what happens in it? You just go around um, spilling milk. No, you go around on your motorcycle. Spilling as milk? As fast as you can. What's the fastest you can go? Whoa, oh, 115 miles an hour. Catch me if you can. Oh, you're oh, for crying out loud. We've got both. Hang on a minute. So we've got um, the. Oh, blimey. We've got this young thug. Catch me if you can. Now, now you say it. Catch me if you can. Blimey, what is going on with the... the is, that, is this, uh, your, that, is this your grandson? Outrageous Motorcycle Club. Right. Isn't motorcycle one word? No, uh, we're just going H-M... Houghton Regis. Houghton Regis. No, hang on, hang on, hang on. HR Puff and stuff. Right, give it to me Give it to me again. Houghton Regis Motorcycle Club. No, give me the letters. H-M... But where's the... No, but you've got it wrong. Sorry. Kelly, H-R. my gift to you... Right. Oh, for... My gift to you, Kelly, is H-R-P-C. you can have this one. Take him apart, please. Go. You've learnt... You've... I've taught you well, Kelly. Go, Go on. Go on, Kelly. Uh, your club Go doesn't on, make Kelly. sense. You've got That's your acronym all wrong. That's Houghton Regis. Yeah, but... So it'd be H-R... Yeah. H-R... C-C. No. What? H-R-M... Houghton Regis... Sorry. H-R-M-C-C. Well, suddenly it's got very wieldly. Un- it's unwieldy. I'm as good as you are. I'm as good as you are. I can confuse everything. Hang on. So H H R M C C. That's it. How many just motorcycle I can't join. I'm afraid I'm busy. But but thanks anyway. It's your birthday song. It's the Monkeys live. Have it, Lark.
Happy birthday, player. Thanks, player. Okay, let's just, can we just move on? For my birthday? Yeah. But it's, it's the entire day. Hey. Um, uh, you, you, but so the reason, hang on, there was a reason we're talking about birthday cards before I realised it was your um, birthday. Oh, it's in the Daily Mail. There we go. Uh, it's the end, it's the death of the birthday card. You just text now, can't you? Well, uh, I mean, the thing is, I don't like, I never like birthday cards. I think they're a waste of... Oh, this right. flipping chair. Nearly, nearly. Mm. Mm. <laughs> nearly once again. Nearly. You wait to the announcement on WM on Friday. Anyway, um, so um, I think they're a waste of money. I think they're, they, they get in the way. And there's always that weird thing of, well, when do I chuck my birthday cards away? Yes. It's like six, da six days is too soon. Eight days is too late. Mm. Seven days feels just wrong. Um I like homemade birthday cards. The kids make birthday cards. That's, nice. That's you know. I like um, birthday cards when they're from my nan mm. and granddad um, because your nan is good at giving. Yeah. Yeah. I love but receiving from, your, from mates, your nan. It's a bit like. It's a bit weird. Just, yeah. Texting and Facebook spell the end for birthday cards. Mm. Yeah. Huh? Waking up to a pile of cards from family and friends used to. Oh, so it's the boring bit. You got presents, you got cards. Well, you kind of open the cards first yeah. to make the present bit last a bit longer. If you do the cards afterwards, you're not bothered because you've already got your scale extra or your DVD or your puppy. Cards are dinner, presents dessert. No, no, I no, like, no, 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 no. I no. like watching people open cards, but open it um, upside down so the money falls out and then just passing the card along. People don't put money in cards money. any, any, anything any, further, any, father. Um, uh, no, 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 no. Presents are starter and main. Cards are dessert, and you can't eat eat it because you're stuffed. No, cards are like an amuse amuse bush. That's what they are. They're just you know. They're a what? Sorry. An amuse bush. They just get you into it. Just what? Right? Sorry, one more, one more time there. An amuse bush. Is that a bush that's having a good time? No, never, tick bush. never tickle a bush without permission from the bush's owner. I go to restaurants where you can have an amuse-bush. You've never been to a restaurant where you can have an amuse-bush? I have, yes. You haven't? Yeah, I have. Well, you haven't. Because they don't exist. What? An amuse-bush does not exist? Do you mean an amuse-bush? No, it's not an amuse-bush. It's a, a, a bush. Is it? Yes. Oh, well. It's the same thing. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M25 there are delays clockwise between Junction 12 for the M3 and 13 for Staines because of an accident earlier. On the M1 it's moving fine at the moment through the roadworks between Junction 12 for Flitwick and 11 for Dunstable. But that could get busy later on through the roadworks because there's a lane closed in both directions. On the North Circular Road there are queues between East Finchley and Henley's Corner. And in Letchworth on the A505 there's temporary traffic lights between Baldock Road and Cloisters Road so that could cause some delays later on this morning when it starts to get busier. On the trains, Great Northern have disruption between King's Cross and Peterborough because of late finishing engineering works. And if you usually use the London Underground, there's a tube strike on today, so there's no services running for the rest of the day. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. You happy with that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. 
You sure? Happy birthday, Kelly Betts. Oh, for goodness sakes, get out of here. You know that you two are not allowed to talk, otherwise it completely screws up the space-time continuum. Flippin' heck. 6.47, weather's on its way, but before that, here's the headlines. A new housing in state in... A new housing in state, no? An amuse-bouche in Luton, being built next to the M1, is being criticised by neighbouring residents who say their privacy has been lost. A 12-year-old boy has been seriously injured after being hit by an off-road motorbike being ridden on a grass playing area in Milton Keynes. And a coroner is calling for a review of safety at Junction 14 of the M1 following the death of a Bedford woman on the exit slip road last week. Let's get the webs. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Hello, very good morning to you. Well, it's a bit of a cloudy start to the day. We could see the clouds thicken at times, a bit of a grey start, but a fairly mild start. And uh, we might just see a few spots of rain from the thickness of the cloud, but uh, but otherwise a dry day and eventually the sun's going to come out again. And it will feel nice and pleasant as well in the sunshine with top temperatures as high as perhaps 23 or 24 degrees Celsius. Some uh, spots in Hertfordshire actually might, might get up to 25. The air slightly slightly warmer there. So all in all, it's going to be a nice day. The sun Sunshine later on could turn a bit hazy though at times. Sunny spells lasting on into the evening and then overnight tonight a cooler, fresher night than the one that we've just seen. So temperatures are going to drop just that little bit lower um, down to 12 or 13 degrees. Tomorrow a nice bright sunny start but things will cloud over as we head into the afternoon. Should stay dry though. Just the chance of the odd shower I think as we head into the weekend, uh, particularly on Saturday morning. But otherwise a dry weekend to come with lots of sunshine around and it's going to feel nice and pleasantly warm as well, particularly in the sunshine temperatures into the low to possibly as high as the mid 20s so um so it's all good yeah are you asleep now what? no i'm oh, oh you're my favorite <laughs> yeah right you're my fa- <laughs> you, well okay let me let me quantify that you're my favorite weather girl by quite sorry that's um sexy you're my favorite <laughs> broadcaster of the weather details by quite some considerable yeah. way Oh, yeah. No, that's true. I bet I am. No, you're okay. my favourite as well. Right, you're, now you're being sarcastic. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. You're, you it's asked true. Your, whoever replaced you. Yep. So you ask Sarah Thornton, she'll tell you. There you go. What? What? No. <laughs> you are my favourite by quite some considerable way, Elizabeth. And if there's anything I can do... you like laughing at me and I don't No, just... I swear to you on my... On, <laughs> I'm not going to swear on my kid's life because it's not really an important enough thing to... <gasps> I promise you, Elizabeth, you are by far and away my favourite weather person on this show. But you're so nice, Ian. <laughs> Why are you believing me? It's true! On Saturday, our biggest season ever kicks off. We've live Premier League football for the first time Good in eight years as Watford travel to Everton. Can you score a goal? There's MK Don's first game in Can the championship away to Rotherham. It's a wonderful goal from Plus our three other teams in League Two. Luton Accrington, Stevenage hosting Notts County and Wickham versus York. Let's get changed in the changing corner. Our biggest season ever kicks off right here yeah. with Three County Sport. Saturday from two on BBC Three Counties Radio. Some people might say my life is in a rut. 
I'm literally going underground. If I'm not in on Monday, I'm dead. Jeez, okay, I can find... Hang on, I can find a way out of this. Let's do the Beatles, hang on. Is that it? Is that the end? Is it work? Oh, well, we stop there, stop there, stop there. What? All right, George, hold it. Fade, you see. We did that. Oh, no, no, we've done that bit. The train comes in now. We did that to prove that we weren't playing the record then, you see, because otherwise there's no point in your being here, is there? Critical lot of fellas there, aren't you? Here, Ringo, have a banana. Catch. What the hell?
all over the shop. I forgot the BBC Introduction track. We'll do it tomorrow. Helium, helium, helium. Helium. If I say your name enough, that makes up for me not playing it today. And then helium. We'll play it tomorrow. Spell it. Helium. H R M C. H R M C. H E A L Y U M. That's their surname, is Helium. Helium. We'll play them tomorrow. Is it any good? Yep. Let's have a little teaser. Let's have a little teaser. This means nothing to me. Gosh, well, that's... Uh, <laughs> there we go. This is Ian Lee on BBC Three Counties Radio. Play you tomorrow, Helium. Apologies, my fault. It's a little bit... Um, well, you know, I'm, uh, yeah, it's a little bit autocock and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. matter. So people are queuing up to see... Well, not my nemesis, because as we all know, my, my nemesis is um, Idris. Well, yeah, today, yeah. But um, primarily it's Idris Elba. Man, I I just cannot understand. I cannot understand. I watched the film film the other day, Pacific Rim. Not what I thought it was going to be about. It's about giant robots. I thought it was going to be something far more exotic. Anyway, I thought I'd stick with it. So first disappointment, it's about giant robots. Second disappointment, Idris Elba pops up in it. He doesn't know his Idris from his Elba. <laughs> um, anyway, no, my other um, nemesis, uh, my nemesis number two is um, Benedict Cumberbunch. Mm. Uh, and he's doing Shakespeare, who's nemesis number three by coincidence, because let's be <laughs> honest, guys, Shakespeare, Shakespeare is boring, right? And honestly, everyone goes, oh, no, it's not. It's really good. It's actually, it's really good. It's the basis for our English. It's boring. I'll be honest, mate, it's boring. Oh, doth I love thee, prithee, Sarah. I tell you what, get a gun, get a car, and do a car chase gun scene. To be or not to be, that you will is a not question. be in a minute. Try to think of a clever Shakespeare type joke to imply I'm going to commit violence to you, but I can't think of More any. More like Romy Go. Can I compare thee to a summer's day? I've got it, I've got it. R- Romy Go and Bouliet. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, mindful of Benedict Cumberbunch's effect on his army of female fans, he looks like, um, um... He looks a bit unfinished. Doesn't he? Yeah. He looks like a waxwork that's been left out in the sun too long. <laughs> yes. The Barbican had already tightened security before he trod the boards as Hamlet last night. The theatre... Now, I'm going to say a word. I don't know if I can say but you're producing, Matt, so it's on your head, be it. Wait a minute, wait a minute. The theatre was perhaps fearful that his admirers... Would drown out the actor with hysterical cheers. Do you know what uh, Benedict Cumberbunch's admirers are called? Can you say off air and then I can see? Yeah. Cumberbitches. Oh. Well, you've said it now, haven't you? Travel news for beds, hearts and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. 
on the M25, there's just a lane closed clockwise now between Junction 12 for the M3 and 13 for Staines because of an accident earlier. And anti-clockwise, it's very slow from Junction 21 for the M1 to 19 for the A41 at Watford. In Finchley on the North Circular Road, there are queues from the High Road at East Finchley towards the A1 at Henley's Corner. And on the trains, Great Northern have delays between Peterborough and King's Cross because of late finishing engineering works. And if you use the London Underground normally, there's a tube strike running so there's no services. Samantha Braff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy. Uh, Justin's going to be at Luton Station to see if anybody's affected by the uh, 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 underground strike. And also birthday cards. What a waste of time and money and ink. You got right on the Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's seven o'clock, I'm Simon Oxley. The headlines, criticism of new Luton housing estate, 12-year-old boy seriously injured by hit-and-run in Milton Keynes and coroner's concern over M1 Junction. BBC Three Counties Radio. A new housing estate in Luton being built next to the M1 is being criticised by neighbouring residents who say their privacy has been lost. The land at Butley Road is being developed despite previously being considered too close to the motorway. More from our political reporter Paul Scoynes. This land was prevented from development in the 1970s because it was too close to the motorway. But a dire housing crisis in Luton led to the council changing its position, with residents even campaigning to get the land designated as a village green. More than 50 homes are being built, just under half of which are affordable or shared ownership. But the residents say their gardens are now being overlooked and the stress has caused some to move away. A 12-year-old boy has been seriously injured after being hit by an off-road motorbike being ridden on a grass playing area in Milton Keynes. The boy suffered serious leg injuries at the playing area off Lamas in Bean Hill at around 3.45 on Tuesday afternoon. The motorcyclist rode off. Police are appealing for witnesses. A minute silence has been observed across Japan to mark the 70th anniversary of the atomic bombing of Hiroshima. At a ceremony in the city, the Japanese Prime Minister called for global nuclear disarmament. One of Britain's most wanted wanted fugitives has been arrested in Hertfordshire after flying back from Spain where his face had been displayed on a giant screen. 47-year-old Anthony Dennis, wanted over allegations of drug trafficking, was arrested in London Colney on Tuesday. A coroner is calling for a review of safety at Junction 14 of the M1 at Milton Keynes. It follows the death of a Bedford woman on the exit slip road last week. More from Lee Agnew. 35-year-old Asa Yalsin Kaya from Elstow was waiting in stationary traffic to leave the motorway when a lorry crashed into the back of her car. It caused a five-vehicle pile-up and Mrs Yalsin Kaya was pronounced dead at the scene. Speaking ahead of a full inquest into her death to be held next year, senior coroner Tom Osborne said he wants a full investigation into queuing at that junction on the M1. Three cows have been struck and killed by a train in Hertfordshire. The incident happened at about ten past three yesterday afternoon near Bishop Stortford and involved the Liverpool Street to Stansted service. Hearts police say three other cows made off through the town's high street before being contained. No one on board the train was injured. Commuters are facing a day of disruption because of a strike by London underground workers. It's the second stoppage in a month by staff angry at plans for a new all-night service due to start in a few weeks' time. And people living in Hemel Hempstead have been rated the happiest in the southeast. A survey by property website Rightmove asked people how they feel about where they live.
In sport, England's cricketers will win back the Ashes if they beat Australia in the fourth test, which starts this morning at Trent Bridge. England lead 2-1 in the five-match series. The weather, a cloudy start, some sunny spells later, a maximum temperature 23 degrees Celsius. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash threecounties. Morning guys, Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Haters gonna hate. Listening figures way up, guys. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Catherine. Uh, um, that lad there. Thank you, Simon. Way off the scale. Way off the scale. Like a 13.9% jump from last year. Incredible. I'd like to thank Rajar. It's a flawed system, but when it's good, boy, it's good. I mean, really. It's just people ticking a box. I mean, <laughs> what could possibly go wrong with that? Hi. Benedict Cumberbunch. Birthday cards. These guys. Catch me if you can. Catch me if you can. You see? Father and son. 03-459-455-555. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. I forgot Kelly Betts' birthday. You're welcome. That happens. It's fine. It is. Well, now, you're saying the it's fine in the it's not really fine no, way. No, I really, really, it's so you're doing fine, that I thing. don't mind. You're doing that thing that chicks do. Uh, and that's getting me hot. But you're also doing the other thing that chicks do. What's give that? me the cold shoulder. No. But you're also doing a third thing that, that chicks, chicks do. do. Looking mad fan. The fourth. fourth let's just skip through to the nineteenth thing you're doing that chicks yeah. do. Is that thing when you go? It was something obviously isn't all right. No, but it actually really is. And you go, are you all right? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> right. Well, I know, I know you're not fine. So what's um, what's? No, no, no. I'm fine. Happy birthday, Kelly. Thanks. I love mushy peas. Was that the voice of God? What uh, happened there? Thanks. I've got literally no idea <laughs> what happened there. Where did that even come from? <clears throat> no, but seriously, it's fine. Oh, no, you said no, but seriously at the no, start of that sentence. No, but seriously. Oh, Kelly. It's, what it's, can I do? I've got cash. Do you want a tenner? Is that tight? 20 quid? Keep going. I, I, <laughs> No, I'm gonna mm? gonna actually back away from the twenty. That's more than I would spend on a birthday present for even my wife. So if you want me, I mean, I tell you what I'm gonna do. Scoring's coming because this involves you, mate. Actually, so if you want to go in, this involves uh, you. He said it's all right. He can talk. He's... No, he can, he's he's doing a little bit of um, pre-production. That's fine. <clears throat> what I am prepared to do, Kelly, <clears throat> as I forgot your birthday. Mm. Is I'm going to say for today, today only, Paul Scoynes is your slave. Uh, uh, we, we... Don't don't worry, it's fine. Interpret that any way you want. And you're the boss. Yeah. So that this is actually happening. This is actually happening. Paul Scoynes okay. is your slave for the day. Can you, Scoynes? Can you say? Can um... you, West? <laughs> 
Hey, hello. Uh, my name's an Amer I'm an American rap star, and I really want to go to um, Reading. Can you tell me how to get there? Can ye? West. <laughs> <laughs> you really are something special. <clears throat> so, okay, so Paul Scoynes is your slave for the day. What do you want? Firstly, can you do the two-way, but can you incorporate Happy Birthday Kelly within it? Very serious two-way that affects people's lives, but you are her slave. Well... Uh, I, I, I don't think I can do that. Oh. I mean... Not even at the beginning? Not even right at the end? Does, doing, this, does we, this count as a two-way now? We're doing it now, yeah. Happy birthday to you. Sweet. Thanks. Anything else? <clears throat> That's it for now. Okay. You're all right with that, Scorins. I know I should have checked with you before, but you're all right with that. Yeah, we're, we're both professionals. Okay, so, I mean, so you can, you're happy to be a slave, yeah? We, yeah. A slave. Yeah. Cool, as long as you're, you're happy with that. Uh, now, for several years... <laughs> I'm just happy. Good. Like Pharrell Williams. He's happy. Isn't he, though? 24 hours of happy. Wow. How he's so happy. I missed some words out there, because I really wanted to get to the point of that sentence as quickly as possible. What is the 24 hours of happy thing? Is that a 24-hour version of happy? Yes. Because I've seen when I, the boys like to, they went to a thing of wanting to watch Happy on on the YouTube. Yeah. Um, so we would play it, but I would see twenty four hours of Happy listed, and it is twenty four hour version. Someone spent a lot of time making videos for that. For oh, twenty four hours. Well, exactly, at least. Um, and it just goes on for twenty four hours. Wow. So if I start it now, yeah. What time do you reckon it will finish? What nine? Probably about seven, eight minutes past eight. Today, that's one hours of happiness. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought you. Yeah, but you can play it twenty-four times. Well, hang on. How many hours of happiness are we? Tr are we actually? Hang on a minute. What's his name? Ah, rel. Yeah, it'll just pop up probably. It's probably his biggest song, I suppose. I mean, he's done others, but okay. nerd. It is. No, it's only an hour. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, mate. It's only an hour. It's probably an adverty one as well. He's making a lot of money. Pharrell Williams gets right on my... Anyway, <clears throat> for uh, several years, we've been following the story of Pharrell Williams. We have to park that for today as we talk about a piece of land in Luton, which was given away to developers for free. Residents said it was the land they used to play sport, walk dogs. They even tried to save it uh, by attempting to get it set aside as a village green. Uh, if you go to the Facebook page and have a look, there's a cracking video that um, uh, Paul Scoynes, our political reporter, has made of one of the residents. And, um, well, what used to be behind her back garden and what's there now? Well, what used to be behind the garden was a big open space, big bit of open land, yeah. which was a strip running uh, alongside the M1 up to the back of their homes. It is now 50 houses. There's literally... You, you, she opens the gate and you're onto another fence. There's no, there's no yeah. wriggle room unless you are... Well, unless you're a rat, is the, uh, the accusation. Absolutely. A literal rat run. Well, give us the background to the story. What's been going on? This was a piece of land um, which Wimpies, the developers, mm. owned back in the 60s and 70s, and it was designated not to be built on because the council at the time, the authority, said that this was... Uh, not safe in so far that it's too close to the motorway. There was noise issues, but also particle issues as well from the from the fumes. So Wimpy said, "Fine, have the land; it's yours, but you have to look after it. Mm. It's one that you know it has to be mown." So it wasn't a park, 
but it wasn't it was a bit of common land if you like um although i don't think it was ever formally designated as that anyway it was used for recreational purposes people walked their dogs there were kids playing on it when i went down there a couple of years ago it was full of people playing around and there was a historic hedge all these things. Oh, the historic hedges. I remember the historic yeah. hedges. I wouldn't. I'm, I'm guessing as well that, that salamanders popped up at some point, as, as, oh, as yeah. they often do in the. Prote- if ever you hear a story about um, people protesting against um, gypsy camps or buildings or anything, they'll always bring in salamanders because you can't build on salamanders. And newts. And so newts. Yeah. Um, the land was given away for nothing. Yeah, it was. It was given away to a housing association and developer for nothing. It was um, the deal was that the council would be getting some affordable housing and some uh, uh, shared ownership properties in return for mm. that. The council also let off the counts, uh, the, the uh, developers of a certain amount of money, which developers are supposed to pay back mm. into um, local authorities. It's called Section 106 money, but basically they get it back uh, as a sort of uh, way of helping fund extra school places. So there will be some people possibly wondering why, um, obviously they got a few uh, social housing, but um, why Luton Borough Council, when we're hearing that councils are skin, is giving away land and letting people off money that they should actually be paying them? It's it's a slight slight head-scratcher. Yeah, and you know, the land value is clearly in the millions of pounds. This is one of three sites around uh, 300 and 60-odd houses are being built on these uh, three sites across Luton. and the same deal for all of these three sites. The money uh, uh, sort of waved, if you like, and uh, the property um, uh, is the sort of the, the deal back. Now, I suppose the issue is that these people who moved into these houses years ago, some of them in the 70s, they didn't have, you know, properties overlooking them in those days, or at least in that way. You know, I think when you move into a house, you accept what is there at the moment. Yes. And, you you know, if you have people from your immediate next-door neighbours looking over your fence or, you know, whatever, you kind of... You, it's buyer yeah. beware, isn't it? Their issue is that this has come from nowhere, you know, and now these properties immediately overlook their, their properties. And they, they, I guess you kind of, you know, to play the other side... Slightly, if there is if there is open land, you kind of have to assume that, that there is a possibility it might get built on. Absolutely, but their their um, uh, their view was that it was you know designated yeah. that it couldn't be built yeah. on, and you know there were air quality reports saying that this land had too many um, particles from the motorway; it wouldn't be safe for, in, for people to live on. And those air quality reports have subsequently changed, well, even think, though it's busier. It's, and wider. Speaking to Tom Short from Luton Borough Council uh, a little bit later on, we spoke to him before, we spoke to him last week, and he was telling us, and, and we know, that there is a massive housing shortage in Luton. What other alternatives have they got? Well, uh, it could be argued that there are plenty of brownfield sites available for Luton uh, Borough Council to explore. The Chancellor in the recent budget made provision for uh, local councils to exploit brownfield sites more readily, um, giving you know quicker purchase uh, compulsory purchase powers um and his sort of statement in that was that he would hope that that local councils began looking uh, for brownfield sites before they started looking at these other sites now you know this is we also at the same time when this first started coming out there was talk of um you know organizations like barnfield remember them um building on their land mm. as well building on their, their their sporting land and and it kind of went into this sort of look at well what is an open space and in a small restricted boundary area like Luton, you know, where there's only a number of open spaces, there's only a number of parkland available, um, 
where do councils have the options? They felt that this was their only option, although the residents there would say that they didn't look hard enough in other places. Got to stop you there, Paul, simply because you need to go and do some slave work for Kelly Betts. Yeah. You're my present to her. Well, thank you. You're very, very welcome, mate. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the A1M southbound, the lane's been closed on the exit slip road at Junction 6 for Welling Garden City because a car's broken down. On the M25, it's very busy anti-clockwise from Junction 21 for the M1 to 19 for Watford. And the A1 southbound through Borenwood is slow from the Holiday Inn towards Mill Hill Circus. On the trains, Great Northern have disruption between Peterborough and King's Cross because of late finishing engineering works. And Chiltern Railway trains aren't stopping at the usual London Underground stations along the way between Aylesbury and Marlebone because of the strike action. And the strike action means there's no tube services running all day today. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy. 7.16, it's Thursday the 6th of August. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A new housing estate in Luton being built next to the M1 is being criticised by neighbouring residents who say their privacy has been lost. A 12-year-old boy has been seriously injured after being hit by an off-road motorbike being ridden on a grass-playing area in Milton Keynes. And a coroner is calling for a review of safety at Junction 14 of the M1 following the death of a Bedford woman on the exit slip road last week. Nick Coffer on BBC Three Counties Radio. Stowe House in Buckinghamshire is one of the three counties' most beautiful places to visit. And tomorrow, I'm going to explore the site ahead of the grand opening of their new welcome centre. Nick Coffer. You'll be able to find out all the history with me, hearing from the people who work there and the people who explore it. Nick Coffer. Live from Stowe House in Buckinghamshire tomorrow from midday here on BBC Three Counties Radio. 03459 455 555 is the telephone number. What a load of beep this morning. Oh, hang on. Let me read this properly. What a load of beep. Um, see, crap. This programme is once again, Lee, you are dragging 3CR down. Well, Anonymous... Why don't you go and have a look at the listening figures and see how I'm dragging it up? So you're literally incorrect. How's that birthday girl doing? Good, man. All right, Five. great. All right. It's enough. Unbelievable attitude. Now, uh, off-road bikes. We keep banging on about it, and it seems... Uh, well, we've, we've focused on Dunstable and Houghton Regis. It seems they're not the only places... Um, where it's happening. Milton Keynes is also um, having problems as well. Local Labour councillor Kevin Wilson joins me on the show now. Morning, Kevin. Yes, good morning, Ian. Uh, wh what's been happening in Milton Keynes? Well, it's been a problem for a long time, to be honest with you. I'm not sure whether it's got a great deal worse recently, but, uh, yes, there's been constant problems of uh, off-road biking, often youngsters, though not always, I hasten to add, uh, using our particularly using the redways and the footpath network in Milton Keynes, which, as you will know, is extremely extensive and very, very difficult to police. And has this been going on for a while, then? Oh, for years, there's no question about that. So I'm not certain how worse it's got recently, uh, but there was a, you know, a serious accident only the other day, and that just that had brought the issue to light. But, uh, yeah, people constantly complain about this problem, and they have done for a long time. And this is the accident. This is a 12-year-old lad was was uh, was hit by one of these things. Where 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 and when did that happen? Well, it happened yesterday on uh, uh, 
um, on Bean Hill, which is uh, one of the estates in the Woofton Ward, which I represent. But uh, I mean, that is that is rare. That is not common. We've not come across that that happening uh, much at all. But nonetheless, it was an accident always waiting to happen, and uh, and obviously uh, not one that we wish to see repeated at and all. Do you know any more about it, Kevin? Was he out on his own? Was he was he with his parents? What happened? I, I don't. I understand the police are. are yeah. I understand that the uh, the rider drove off uh, from the scene. So, uh, I, to be honest with you, that's all that I that I know. We are. Is. I know that um, Paul Scoynes, our reporter, is um, in contact with the family. Hopefully, we're going to be able to speak to a, a, a relative of the boy a bit later on. But um, uh, the, the injuries are are quite serious, and I, th- I think um, that he 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 has been, if he's not still in hospital. So it's. Um, it, it was kind of quite nasty. Why why do you think this is going on, Kevin? Well, I think for some of the, 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 I mean, it is often youngsters involved. For, for them, it's, it's a bit of fun, um, but it's not fun. I mean, it is, of course, illegal. Um, the, the, the redways and the footways are not there for motorised traffic. They're there for pedestrians and cyclists. And, of course, you're often talking, on, you're be talking about untaxed, unlicensed uh, vehicles as well. So uh, for a whole host of reasons, it's, uh, it's wrong. But it, it also brings inconvenience and an awful lot of noise. I mean, this is the, the common complaint you often get is uh, is people hearing it rather than seeing it. The, the, the design of Milton Keynes and the, the massive extensive uh, redway network in particular means that it's often happening behind people's houses and things of that nature. So it, it is something which people do concern about. And I have a feeling that uh, less and less people are bothering reporting it to the police, perhaps in some instances because they think somebody else will, but perhaps also because they think there's very little point and, and certainly our redways are very extensive to police and uh, as you know with cutbacks in the police force these days the one thing you don't see is uh, is uh, community police officers in the The thing place. is because well, well, we've talked about this in Dunstable and Houghton Regis we've been told that the, the police can't really do anything it, did you know this Kevin that it, uh, the police aren't allowed to chase someone on a motorbike or one of these mini motos if that person hasn't got a helmet on in case they hurt themselves well that's ridiculous it, it, and I know, and I didn't believe it when I was first told. And we've asked a couple of coppers, and they said, "Yeah, we're not, we're not allowed to chase them," which is I crazy. Don't know that applies to the Thames Valley Police Force or not, but I, but I, but it seems absolutely ridiculous. But it, it would be extremely difficult to do. A few years ago, I, I'm trying to think, it would be about ten, perhaps ten years or so ago, uh, maybe a bit longer than that. The police did experiment with uh, having mopeds themselves using the redways. Now there was a bit of a discussion about whether whether that could be lawfully done, but, but it could be. Uh, but it was regarded that as the only way that uh, they could effectively police the police the redways in this way. But that experiment got dropped for whatever reason, uh, and now, of course, you never see anybody. And it's very, very difficult whether they're chasing on a bike, they can't chase them on cars, however they might be trying to stop them. It would be very difficult to do so, even if they were there at the scene, you know, or in the vicinity. All right, Kevin. Listen, uh, let's keep our fingers crossed. I know the police, if there if there are any witnesses, to uh, call one hundred and one and to uh, let the police know. Um, and we'll we'll try and get an update on the lad and, and how he's doing. Kevin, thanks very much for your time. Thank you very much. Thank sir. you very much indeed. That's uh, Milton Keynes Labour Councillor Kevin Wilson. I'm 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 I'm. Hang on a second. Let me just uh, let me just go to uh, Graham. Morning, Graham. Good morning. 
I'm, I'm, I'm assuming, right, when I do this show, I'm assuming that we're all coming from a, uh, a, a similar point. It's really distorting in my ears, but it's not peaking. I don't know if anyone else... Anyway, I'm assuming we're all coming from a similar point of knowledge, right? And Kevin there was talking about the Redways in Milton Keynes, right? Do you know what the Redways in Milton Keynes are? I haven't got a clue, but oh. I guess it's sort of like uh, a football patch sort of thing where kids hang about. I don't know. No, no. Right, OK. Matt Lockwood, who is um, a local reporter, stroke producer, stroke just idiot at BBC Three Counties Radio. What's a redway in Milton Keynes? Well, I don't know, but we've looked on Wikipedia because that's full of good information, isn't it? Very accurate. And it's just a track where people can cycle down, walk down between it's, some trees. It's, it's a, a path. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't know that. It's it's a series. There are miles of them. Yeah. It was one of the selling points of Milton Keynes uh, quite early on. There you go. They're kind of like cycle and pedestrian tracks, primarily uh, cycles, um, and it's supposed to encourage people to cycle around the town. It's not city. Um, and how can you work at BBC Three Cat? What are we called? We I can't possibly know everything. But you should know what the red... You knew it, didn't you, Kels? Yeah, sure. Of course no, you didn't, Kels, at Yeah, all. it's a shared No, you did not. You've got Wikipedia open now. No. It's... Can't possibly know everything. Mm. I mean, this is such a huge patch. It's a what? It's a huge patch. OK, something about amusing bushes again. Graham, what you got for us, fella? I uh, just want to wish Kelly a happy birthday. That sounds pervy. Uh, <laughs> um, congratulations on your listening figures as hey. well. And also, what's all that beef about... There's 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 a tiny listen there's a tiny group but, but some people don't like this show and hey I understand it you know it's uh, we, you don't like everything that's on the radio brilliant go and listen to Heart or go Is and that listen official, to Lee, sorry. No, it's not. Set, it's not set up by the BBC saying we want to get rid of him. It's set up by some people who don't like the show, and that's fine. I kind of find it a little bit weird that they'd be so angry about a radio show. They would set up a Facebook page, but do you know what? That's absolutely fine. They blocked me from posting on there, which is disappointing because I would go and discuss things with them. Anyway, what they're angry about, and I, I'm going to say this now: early in September, first second week of September, Graham, the boss of 3CR, Laura Moss, is coming into the studio for I'm going to say an hour, be half an hour or an hour to take yeah, phone calls and emails um, about the radio station. And people, and this is what they don't get, the haters, right? I want them to come on and put forward their points and let's discuss yeah. that. I want well, Wendy and um, Daz and Steve and all these people to come on and put forward their points. And I want to be able to discuss them. And, you know, I want to have an open... It's not going to be a complete slag-off for them. If people want to come on and say nice things, they can be as well. But um, that's going to be happening at some point in September. Thank you very much indeed. Yeah, thank you very much indeed. Is it distorting out there? Because it's really distorting in my ears. But I'm not peaking. Sounds okay. I mean, I am peaking. You've re- reached a peak. I'm peaking point? psychically. Um, I'm coming up, so you better yeah, get the party started. Yeah. I genuinely, I genuinely, when I first first heard I'm coming up by Pink, so you better get the party started, oh, I baby. thought it was about a lift. I, I genuinely, <laughs> honestly, I thought, oh, she's in the lift. She's texting everybody on the top floor. She's texting. Um, coming up, so you better get the party started. Could be. The, well, could be. Could be. Anyway, 03459 five is the... Uh, telephone call if you want to give us um, a call. Who's he calling now? I don't know, someone loud. 
Is that all right? Okay. Well, hang on. If he's doing, if he's if he's phoning out for callers, I'm Are not interested. No, no, no. He's not. He's not. He's setting up a guest. Is it like a proper guest? Yeah, real one. You say a proper? No. Well, I just he'll call them at twenty past eight, so we'll see. Be surprised. Okay. Who who are you speaking to, Matt? Uh, speaking to a guest, we're due to speak to at 20 past seven, the lorry driver about this dangerous junction. Beautiful. Oh, yeah, He's beautiful. going to speak to us at 8.20. Absolutely beautiful. Look at him. We've got we a text. <laughs> this Facebook page that hates you, Ian, how do I join it? <laughs> <laughs> Is that from Kath? Go on. <laughs> who? <laughs> no, seriously, who? She used to work here? No, oh. not a clue. Was she the one? Um... No, that's Dashi. Okay. Oh three four five nine, four double five five double five. Well, Pharrell is. Um, we're going to go to Pharrell now. Oh, still going. She's a very very bouncy young lady. All right, Matt. You really actually. Um, sorry, sorry. Thank you. She's a very bouncy young lady. That's going to distract things for the next. Uh, okay. Now that mic's off as well. Oh three four five nine four double five five double five eight one three double three. Start your text three CR. You can email as well, of course. Ian dot Lee at BBC UK. I spell it properly. I A I N. I had to. Um, I, I've had a relationship for, for for a long time with someone. Mm. And I had to let them go yesterday. It's like a working relationship. Okay. It's, it's, it's a service I employ. Right. And um, I had to let him go. Why? I'll tell you off fair. Go where? Go. Where? Um, and it was, it was kind of like firing him. Mm. Right, not employing him. But I, uh, well, I never did employ him. I paid him and he gave me a service. It was the... Hardest thing I could never work if I worked in a company that was failing mm. and I had to sack people, I couldn't do it. I'd, I'd employ more people, I'd employ, <laughs> I'd employ the families of the people I was meant to sack <laughs> and set up a creche at my own expense. Oh, it was awful! It was awful. Oh man, I, 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 went, I, I just wanted to get out of it. Oh, it's terrible. I don't know why I'm telling you that. I've, anyway, I feel better now. I've said it, so actually, I'm not that bothered. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the A1M southbound, there's a lane closed on the exit slip road at Junction 6 for Welling Garden City because of vehicles broken down there. On the M25, it's starting to build up anti-clockwise now from Junction 17 for Maple Cross to 16 for the M40. And it's also very busy at the M25 Junction 21A roundabout in Brickett Woods. Looking at the speed sensors into Hitchin and Offley Road is very slow. It's also very busy in both directions on the A602 between Paynes Park and the Three, Mountain, Three More Hens roundabout. On the trains, Great Northern have delays between Peterborough and King's Cross because of late finishing engineering works and also Chiltern Railway are saying they're not stopping at their usual London underground stations between Aylesbury and Marleybone because of the strike action and the strike action is underway meaning there's no tube services all day today Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio Sammy, thank you very much indeed Justin Dealey's going to be at Luton train station See how people are going to be coping with the tube strike. I was in, um, I was in London. I was driving in London the last tube strike. Man alive! I, hey, I wonder if anybody's going to be using those little. Um, um, I tried to describe these yesterday, and bizarrely, they're in the newspapers today. Those little scooters that you stand on. Well, of course, you stand on it. I'll, I'll just let, let me, let me, let me introduce Simon Oxley to you, ladies and gentlemen. Across beds, hearts, and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. 
It's 7.30. The headlines, a new housing estate in Luton being built next to the M1 has been criticised by neighbouring residents who say their privacy has been lost. The land at Butley Road is being developed despite previously being considered too close to the motorway. A 12-year-old boy has been seriously injured after being hit by an off-road motorbike being ridden on a grass playing area in Milton Keynes. The boy suffered serious leg injuries in Bean Hill on Tuesday afternoon. A coroner is calling for a review of safety at Junction 14 of the M1 at Milton Keynes. It follows the death of a Bedford woman on the exit slip road last week and commuters are facing a day of disruption because of a strike by London underground workers. It's the second stoppage in a month in a dispute about the introduction of overnight services. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. England's cricketers will win back the Ashes if they beat Australia in the fourth test, which starts this morning at Trent Bridge. England lead 2-1 in the five-match series. Here's captain Alistair Cook. No one gave us a chance at the beginning of the series. Everyone was writing us off and it's a dangerous place to be. 2-1 sounds a great position to be in. It is really good. It's better than being 2-1 down, but it's, there's a lot of cricket to play. So we've got to focus on, as I said, on us. Not looking at the, the end of this five days. Focus on that first out. And here's the Australian captain, Michael Clark. Well, I think you need a bit of luck as well. I think that goes a long way. I think the bowlers deserve credit as well, the way they've executed. The way we bowled at Lords was fantastic. The way England have bowled at Cardiff and at, and, and at Edgebaston have shown that if you execute for long enough periods, there's enough in these in these wickets at the moment to take your 20 wickets. In football, Luton could be on the verge of a million-pound payday with reports linking former striker Andre Gray with the move from Brentford to Hull. Hull have reportedly made a £9-million offer for Gray and Brentford teammate Moses Odebar Joe. Luton have a sell-on clause after Grey left Kenilworth Road a year ago. Meanwhile, a young Hatter side won 1-0 at Dunstable last night in their final pre-season friendly. And Britain's Adam Peaty will begin his bid for a fourth World Swimming Championship gold medal today in the 200-metre breaststroke. The 20-year-old yesterday claimed a further two, adding the mixed medley relay and 50-metre breaststroke golds to the 100-metre breaststroke gold he won on Monday. BBC Three Counties News and Sport. The next full bulletin is at eight. Oh, oh, Simon. I'm trying to type a phrase, right? But I can't think what the phrase is. Okay. I'm going to need a little bit more, I think. (laughs) Uh, Okay, I'm trying to tell someone that we're all... uh, Kath has basically said, she's just messing me. How's it going? And I want to say, it's going really well today. Mm -hmm. Everyone's pulling off together. But that isn't the phrase, is it? No, no, not really, no. Um, Pulling together? They're still kind of... Yes. um, A little bit. Uh, working well. Um, that's, that's, no. an, uh, that's an exaggeration. Yeah, I want to be honest. Yeah. Um, it's okay. Simon, thanks very much. This is Ian Lee on BBC it's Three okay. Counties Radio. <laughs> He's still going. Twenty-four hours of that. 24 hours of that. Are we going to speak to Dealey today, guys? What's happening with Dealey? We're going to speak to Dealey, yes, at uh, some point. We're just waiting for him to make contact with us in the next five minutes. If he doesn't, we'll be on his case. Okay, that'll uh, learn him. Morning, David. What? Hello, what? how are you? I'm good, thank you, David. What's What have you got for us? Well, I'm wondering, look, I was up all night. Hey, get in there, geezer! Scoins has just come in. Scoins, you're going to love this. David, say to Scoins exactly what you said to me. I was up all night, man. Hey! Hey! Come on, come on. Oh, can't sing that one, no. 
Get in there, David, my son. Get in there, David, my son. He yeah. was up all night. Get in there, David, Anything my son. Anything less than two hours ain't worth it. Yeah, David. <laughs> oh, I'm David. I'm Mr. Lover, Lover. Oh, romantic. Telly fantastic. Hey, oh. were, you, were you plugged in my thoughts last night? Yes, I was plugged in your thoughts last night. How Could you tell? You... Because I was told the guy that sold me the um, thought plugger in her said that the person whose thoughts I plugged into wouldn't actually notice. Are you telling me you noticed? Really, right, didn't I? Well, how come you mentioned helium this morning? Sorry? How come you mentioned helium? Not mentioned. Well, that's the name of the band that we, uh, we didn't play. Well, look, when I was teenage, I went along to mate's party and my mate Liam came along with me. As we come, come in through the front door, right? The guy says, well, who's he? I said, helium. He's right. a gas. Yeah. Helium. Then what? The what, the, what? With the balloons? I'm confused. Right, OK. We, we step inside the front door and the guy there inside... Yeah, so goes, whose well, party... Right, hang on a minute. Let's back off. Back up a bit because I'm getting confused. Whose party was it? Oh, Jesus. Uh, OK, so it was, was Jesus' that... party. <laughs> a Christian <laughs> gathering. Might have been Christmas. John. Was it Jesus? Yeah, well, you never know. Okay. He was a bit busy there. So you went to... Was it? So it was a busy party hosted by Jesus. You went there with your friend Liam. What, and Jesus yeah. didn't know Liam? He only knew you? No, so he, he said, well, who's he? So well, well, why did you take someone that he... Why did you take someone... Yeah, okay. Why did you take someone to the party that hadn't been invited? Bit, bit rude. Doesn't everybody sometimes? No, never. You take someone to a party who's not invited. Yeah, no. If you're if you're five, you'll have this scoring. Not yeah. if you're five. If you're the parent of a five-year-old and you want to take a younger sibling to the party, you always say, "Is it right if I bring um, child number two? And they quite often say, "No, that's fair enough." They mm -hmm. do say that, and that's fair enough. Mm. They often say, sometimes they say yes, and sometimes they say yes, but we've only got enough food. Are they okay to share? Beautiful, fantastic. So for you to bring this guy and sorry, what was your friend's name? Liam. To for you to take Liam to Jesus's party. I mean, supposing he didn't have enough Fanta. Gee, well, that's a real problem, isn't it? But you know, you get party songs, don't you? You do. You do yeah. certainly get party songs. Yes, you do. Yeah, Here's well, my favourite party song. Clap along if you feel like that's what you want to do. Now, now why did you... Dancing. Hang on a minute, David, excuse I'm me. I'm man. Uh, yeah, I'm asking. <laughs> why did you... You were singing an alternate line to me, and then when we went Acapulco, you started singing the same line as, line as me, Scoins. Yeah. Why would you, you do that? that? Let's try again. Shut up, David. This is important stuff. We've got the most listeners we've ever had. Let's see how many we can lose. Here we go. That's you now. No, I'm singing oh. the bad Oh, that I have bit. to do the be ha um, happy. You right, have to so. do the be happy. Okay, fine. <clears throat> happy. If you feel like that's what you want to do. I'm happy. Clap along if you feel like happy with the Because I'm happy. Clap along if you feel like that's what you want to do. 
because I'm happy. Along if you feel like it, that's what you wanna do. Because I'm happy. Along if you feel like happiness is true. Because I'm happy. Along if you feel like that's what you wanna do. Because I'm happy. Along if you feel like a room without a roof. did it. Oh. David, great call, mate. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Now, I can give you a daily update. Daily updates as we play. Daily or no daily? Um, do we have daily or do we have no daily? <laughs> you will have daily in 10-minute daily. Oh, 10-minute daily. As we speak, uh, managed to work out how to use his phone and he's recording voices at the station what? as we speak. <laughs> what? Um, he, he's, he's using modern technology. I know. He it's must terrifying. Be fuming. He's not happy. Oh, yeah. he said he, he said he could get a Woody in um, Luton. Has yeah. he not got a Woody? No, he can get a Woody, but he just needs to um, put something on it with it. Okay. Can I just say? Yeah. And before you go and slave away for Kelly Betts. Yeah, she's not giving me anything else to do. G- give him something, Kelly. Give him a bone. Can you speak to Dave Luton? He's on Fader Two. Oh, flip it, heck. This is going to be tough. I'm with you, brother. Away you go. No. Morning, David. Oh, oh, good morning. Who's that? That's not. Hello. Oh, here. Flipping it. Oh, jeez. Talk to yourself on this road, David. Well, well, no. You... Uh, <clears throat> good. Uh, hello. Oh, you're Paul. Yeah, I know it is now. Oh. Am I that obvious? Oh, God. They don't get like him, Paul, you know what I mean? How How do you mean? Well, well what do you mean? How do I mean? Well, how do, how how do you mean? Ta- well, I'm going to talk to him and he goes off. I want to be tantrums again. No, it's just a, a scheduled break. No, yeah, he's always got a break, you know what I mean? He'll give you a break. Who, who, you? No, uh, no. You haven't got the guts to come to the Leicester Arms for a pop quiz. Hey, my mate Matt. It's disgusting. Where's Matt? Have I won? Yes, that's me. Yeah. Yes. God. I've only come on here to wish Kelly a happy birthday. Are you real? Yes. Oh, dear. Why don't you get Justin on as well? What are you beefing on about? Justin, just shut it, pal. Yes, yeah, shut it. Unga, 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 shanga, unga, unga, unga. Oh, dear, oh, pray. Are you real? Yeah, I've done a little garden. <laughs> Have I won? Yes. It's disgusting. I like the mushy peas. Um... Kelly, can you come on? What are you beefing on about? Him? With your slackers? Oh, dear, I pray. Just shut it, pal. <laughs> can you get Matt on here, please? I'll... At least you I haven't got the guts to come to the Leicester Arms for a pop quiz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Start with my youngster. Hello? Good boy, slackers. Right, so, 
We're going to be speaking to Delia. Thank you for that call. We're going to be speaking to Delia in approximately uh, tenos minutos. Yes. For all of our uh, foreign listeners. He said that there were a lot of people who were quite angry. Oh, what? At the station. Why? Because of the tube strikes. <clears throat> Imagine how the tube drivers and the tube workers' families feel. Quite right. Having to put up with those miserable people at home for an extra day. I'm joking. It's a joke. Oh, guys. I'm like Rory Bremner, but with gags, all right? What do they do at home? I mean, having. <laughs> I mean, do they, do they have a uh, mock-up tube? Do they sit at home and? Uh, they do, but it's all underground. Is it? So you can't see it. <laughs> you can only see it for a tiny bit as it comes around. Um, I don't know. I don't know what they do at home. If, if you're a, if you're a striking tube worker, um, I'm not really interested in the politics of the strike. But I'd love to know what you do at home. Oh three four five nine, four double five five double five is the phone number. Yes, please, mate. Thanks. Okay. Two? Uh, no shugs. Okay. Go. Girls, if you want anything, grab him. Yes, please. Can I have a coffee? One sugar, stirred well. Can I have a very strong coffee? Please? He's don't, not part of the don't deal! Make, don't make Matt one. Why are we not part of the deal? That's Hang on, ridiculous. your mistress has ordered you not to make Matt one. That's ridiculous, not part of the deal. Mate. Here we go. That's life. It's, it's life, isn't it? This, go on. Actually arguing out there. Oh three four five nine four double five five double five. So... Um, when I get old and infirm, um, part of me thinks, I don't want to live like that. But then part of me sees this guy who's in a wheelchair, right? But he's had it built up like a tank. Have you seen his tank chair? His wheel tank? I'd love to have a wheel tank. Fancy a wheel tank, lockers? The more you say it, the more it just doesn't sound right, does it? The word. Yeah, wheel tank. Wheel tank? I can hear you... I can... I... Buckled up and ready for action, war veteran Eddie Shaw is confident he can roll his way over the toughest terrain. They should get all of the surviving members of the war uh, to have a wheel tank waste. <laughs> they should have a wheel tank. Oh, I've got to be careful. Waste. For a second there, I thought I'd said it. Weak ankles all over again. As this, guy, this is brilliant, look at this. As a sergeant in the 8th Army during the Second World War, he witnessed firsthand the awesome firepower of the Nazis. If there was a film called The Awesome Firepower of the Nazis, there probably is a, a TV series called that on Discovery. Now more than 70 years on, and at the grand age of 96, flipping heck, Hell, it's good for it. He's finally getting his chance to try out his own version. His son, Peter, 60, built the off-road wheelchair using Caterpillar tracks. This is brilliant. So um, he can uh, take uh, his dad on trips to the beach. It was constructed with a motorised wheelbarrow and then fitted with a seat from a van. <laughs> it's powered by a Honda engine. Um, my dad was attacked by tanks during the Second World War. So I thought it would be fitting to create him this. He loves it. We've been to the beach a few times and had a great time. He can go anywhere on it now. Um, <laughs> and then, um, so the dad then says, I came under fire from tanks, but never got to drive one. Now I finally can. It's a wonderful idea, he says. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio.
closed on the exit slip road on the A1M southbound at Junction 6 for Welling Garden City. That's because the vehicle's broken down. On the M1 northbound, it's very busy after Junction 10 for Luton Airport. And that's because reportedly a lorry and a car broke down, but they've gone now. On the M40 out of London from the Denham roundabout towards the M25, it's really slow. It's also busy through the Swakeley's roundabouts. And the M25 is busy anti-clockwise from Junction 20 for King's Langley to 19 for Watford. On the trains, Chilton Railway services aren't stopping at the tube services between Aylesbury and Marleybone because of the strike action. And that strike action means there's no underground services all day today. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy. Lenny, Lenny, Lenny. Lenny, Lenny, Lenny. Lenny Henry Show. Uh, 7.47, it's Thursday the 6th of August. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A new housing estate in Luton being built next to the M1 is being criticised by neighbouring residents who say their privacy has been lost. A 12-year-old boy has been seriously injured after being hit by an off-road motorbike being ridden on a grass playing area in Milton Keynes. And a coroner is calling for a review of safety at Junction 14 of the M1 following the death of a Bedford woman on the exit slip road last week. Let's get the weather. Here's Elizabeth. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Hello, very good morning to you. It's um, really quite grey outside. There's quite a lot of low cloud around as well. Uh, But... um, don't worry, the sun will be back as we head into the afternoon. So it's going to turn to a pretty nice day just about everywhere. Still quite a lot of brightness, actually, particularly over parts of Hertfordshire, but it will tend to cloud over. We might just get a few spots of rain from the thickness of the cloud, but otherwise a dry day. And the sunshine back into the afternoon, the cloud will thin and break, and we'll get some hazy sunshine at least. And uh, we're looking at highs today up to around 23 or 24 degrees Celsius. It's going to feel really very pleasant in the sunshine with just a light southwesterly wind. Overnight tonight, a cooler night, but night for sleeping for many of us at lows of around 12 or 13 degrees and then into tomorrow some brightness and sunshine around through the morning gradually turning cloudier into the afternoon but still some sunny spells around temperatures again into the low to possibly as high as the mid-20s that's where they'll tend to stay over the course of the weekend a lot of dry weather perhaps the odd stray shower here and there and it's going to be feeling nice and warm as well lots of sunshine that's the forecast here Thank you, Elizabeth. Every weekday morning. They're not getting shown what being British is. The intention was to try and make the world a safer place. No, no, it wasn't. It was to do with oil. Don't be naive, Jonathan, please. The JVS Show. I'm not comfortable with it. And if they feel they're being pillaried, well, they're putting themselves as the odd person. It's such a violation of a child's sense of safety in the world. And I hate to use that old cliche, Jane, but it hasn't done us any harm, has it? The JVS Show. No, I haven't made my point. I'll tell you when I've made my point. Every weekday morning on BBC Three Counties Radio. Colin, Lesby Avenue. I didn't ring up to speak to you as it happens. I was going to or trying to sing my version of Happy Birthday to Kelly. But she insisted in putting me straight through to you. Well, it is technically a phone-in radio show, not a a phone-up, let's talk to the people off-air show. But aren't we one big happy family? No, no, no. You're the creepy uncle that we we don't talk to anymore. Eh? Nothing. I thought we were one big happy family. No. No. Oh, oh, that's a shame. Never mind. 
Bye. Hang on a minute. What? Say hello to Dennis. Hello, Dennis. Hello, he's a miserable sod, isn't he? Excuse there me. He is. Yes. I mean, she's a lovely young lady. That's right, I've rung up to, I've rung up to say that to her. And, and um, I've tweeted her and wished her a happy birthday, but it's not the same, is it? No. I mean, I was going to sing to her, serenade her. Well, we can sing to her together. Do you know the um, alternative happy birthday one? No, no, I've got something written down for her, though, all the same. Well, shall I go first, then? Yes, you carry on. Happy birthday to you, squashed tomatoes <laughs> and stew, bread and butter in the gutter. Happy birthday to you. Oh, mine's not as bad as that. Oh, it's me. Dear your minus my card, for which I would look very hard. I refuse to send emails to pretty young females to honour the day of your birth. Oh, that's good. Well, oh, she is a pretty young female. I'm not being sexist. So. No, no, no. We're of the age when we call a spade a spade. Yeah, that's right. And sometimes a bloody shovel. Yeah. Oh, he's got that stupid music on again. <laughs> what do you do with him, honestly? He's trying to hide his embarrassment. Do, do we know if he's uh, got his new contract signed yet? I don't know. Be interesting, won't it? Well, I should think, yeah, it might be interesting to find out what happens, yes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I must go. All right, all the best. I, all I hope is... Oh three four five nine four double five five double five is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. What are you saying, Betsy? I've got some Justin Dealey audio. Uh, <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Watch your screen. Okay. You watching? Yep. Oh, it's up there. Watch it again. I'm watching it's um, like magic. a scene from Police Academy 5. Which screen am I looking at? Oh, this one. Yeah. Uh, but we can't speak to Dealey. No. Okay. But we can play this. Okay, so what is this? Oh, okay, so he, he's gone to uh, uh, to Luton train station to uh, see how the uh, tube strike in London is affecting people. Um, and this is what he's come back with. Sir, you're travelling in this morning. What's your thoughts on, on the strike today? Is that the right thing to do? No, it's not. No, it's not. It's, it's pure greed. It's not necessary. Um, if we're talking about improving this, the service for the commuters, therefore changes has to be made. Now, obviously, people need to be compensated for that because it's the time of the, the morning and night and so forth when they're working. Um, from what I gather, they've been made an offer. From what most of them earn, I think it's a reasonable offer, like most people. But if you, f if you felt unhappy at work about yeah. something, yeah. really unhappy about it, would yeah. you not do the same? You're, you're inconvenienced this morning, like many people here, yeah. but would you not do the same? Yes, I would do the same, but if you were to compare what I do and what they're doing, right, and then look at the salaries that they're earning, and look at 
going forward that they're still getting yeah. you're getting a lump sum now you're getting some extra money and then you're getting an increase year on year okay. right i think that is um, a basis to go forward on um I think it's great that people are allowed to strike. When I was uh, in London last uh, tube strike, and it was I was driving, and it was a flipping nightmare. But I, you know, I applaud the fact that people are allowed to strike in this country. And uh, people, yo, it's really inconvenient. Yeah, that's kind of what strikes are. Uh, and um, it's not just about money; it's about safety. Uh, it's about I think it's about people losing their jobs, but primarily it's about people having to work through the night when they've been. Um, yeah, the tube probably should be through the night, but. Uh, they're having these shifts foisted upon them against their will. So, um, you know, what you're going to do? Hey, I tell you what, I tell you who don't need to go on strike, that's called a segue. Jackie Chan! Jackie Chan! I love a bit of Jackie Chan. I do love Jackie Chan. He's got to be, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, let's play Jackie Chan age poker. Kelly Betts, how old do you reckon Jackie Chan is? 71. Okay. Uh, Lockers? 61. Okay. <laughs> 61. I am going to say, and I don't know, I'm going to say 70. Um, 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 oh, it doesn't say in the story how old Jackie Chan is, which is a shame. Anyway, Jackie Chan is the second highest earning actor. With 32 million quid after after Robert Downey Jr. But what has Jackie Chan done since Rumble in the Jungle? Um, Robert Downey Jr. is only 50. How is that even possible? Um, I can't see how old Jackie Chan is. So we've 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 kind of played Jackie Chan uh, poker. Um, and there's, I'm afraid there's, I don't know. I just, I just don't know what the answer is to that question. So that's a real shame. Oh, go on. What's his age? Kelly Betts has found out his age. Lockers is right. What is he? 61. He's not 61. Uh, Manu. What, exactly 61? Yeah. yeah. Manu. Oh, I, 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 Manu. Hello. 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 Yeah, hello. Hello. It's Manu. Come on, us. It's what? Gadang, gadang, my friend. Gadang, gadang, my friend. From Holland. Uh, and how is Holland doing? Yeah, not too bad, mate. How old is Jackie Chan? Jackie Chan, I think he's like 54 or something. 54? Yeah, man, he's old. Yeah, but <laughs> 54 is nothing, unfortunately. What have you got for us, boss? Yeah, I just... Uh... Got off the volume from uh, hearing uh, the happy song, uh, well, like for two years in a row. Yes. And now I'm got back onto the volume, so thanks. Hey, not a problem at all. No, because I, I found out that there is a 24 hour version of yeah. um, the happy song. Yeah, so I've heard. Yeah, and, and um, it, it really is 24 hours long. Yeah, it's mad, man. It's madness. It's, it, it, I mean, uh, uh, let's, uh, we, we, can go, uh, we can go live to. Um, uh, to to Pharrell Williams now and find out if he's still sing. Uh, do you like the happy song? No, man. The only thing that can get me uh, up again is uh, well, maybe a merry reggae Christmas or something. <laughs> a merry reggae Christmas. All of the, um, the, uh, the 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 merry reggae Christmas tapes were um, lost, burnt, or stolen 
during uh-huh. um, during the move, I'm afraid. Okay, okay. You're a new series coming on at BBC. The last happy regular Christmas song. Dude, don't you know it? If Radio 4 don't pull their finger out of their pretentious backsides and start <laughs> looking for those lost tapes, then there really yeah. is uh, there is no justice in the world. He's yeah, still going. That's what you want. I mean, she is. She shouldn't be dancing like that in a petrol station because she's hot. <laughs> she is. I mean, she is hot. That is an amazing scenario. Well, I, I hope this helps. Thank you very much, mate. Cheers. Ta-ta. Have some Valium. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M1 southbound, there's a lane closed on the exit slip road at Junction 11 for Dunstable because the vehicle's broken down. It's the turquoise van just uh, coming off the M1, causing some slight delays. On the A1M southbound, there's a lane closed on the exit slip road at Junction 6 for Welling Garden City, and it's slow on the M25 anti-clockwise between Junction 20 for Kings Langley and 19 for Watford. In Watford itself, it's very busy on the lower high street between Eastbury Road and the Bushy Arches, and on the trains, Chilton Railway aren't stopping at the London Underground stations between Aylesbury and Marlebone because of the strike action. Samantha Breath, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy. So we will get round to this. When was the last time you sent a birthday card? And when and when you open them and you realise they're not funny and there's no money in them, well don't you just don't you just sigh in disappointment? Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's 8 o'clock, I'm Simon Oxley. The headlines, 12-year-old boy seriously injured after hit and run in Milton Keynes, criticism of new Luton housing estate and concern over M1 Junction after death of Bedford woman. BBC Three Counties Radio. A 12-year-old boy has been seriously injured after being hit by an off-road motorbike being ridden on a grass playing area in Milton Keynes. The boy suffered serious leg injuries in the playing area off Lamas in Bean Hill at around 3.45 on Tuesday afternoon. The motorcyclist rode off, police are for witnesses. Labour's Kevin Wilson is the councillor for the area. Yes, there's been constant problems of uh, off-road biking, often youngsters, though not always, I hasten to add, uh, using our, particularly using the redways and the footpath network in Milton Keynes, which, as you will know, is extremely extensive and very, very difficult to police. A new housing estate in Luton being built next to the M1 is being criticised by neighbouring residents who say their privacy has been lost because of a housing shortage in the town. The land at Butley Road is being developed despite previously being considered too close to the motorway. More than 50 homes are being built, just under half of which are affordable or shared ownership, but residents say their gardens are now being overlooked. People across Japan have observed a minute's silence to mark 70 years since the first atomic bomb was dropped on Hiroshima. Around 140,000 people were killed, 70,000 of them, when the device incinerated an area of around five square miles. A coroner is calling for a review of safety at Junction 14 of the M1 at Milton Keynes. It follows the death of a Bedford woman on the exit slip road last week. More from Lee Agnew. 35-year-old Asa Yalsin Kaya from Elstow was waiting in stationary traffic to leave the motorway when a lorry crashed into the back of her car. It caused a five-vehicle pile-up and Mrs Yalsin Kaya was pronounced dead at the scene. Speaking ahead of a full inquest into her death to be held next year, Senior Coroner Tom Osborne said he wants a full investigation into queuing at that junction on the M1. 
The government is banning public sector workers paying trade union subscriptions straight from their wages. Ministers say the system is outdated and costly for taxpayers, but unions have accused them of a politically motivated attack. Three cows have been struck and killed by a train in Hertfordshire. The incident happened at about ten past three yesterday afternoon near Bishop Stortford and involved the Liverpool Street to Stansted service. Hearts police say three other cows made off through the town's high street before being contained. No one on board the train was injured. Commuters are facing a day of disruption because of a strike by London underground workers. It's the second stoppage in a month in a dispute about the introduction of overnight services. This commuter at Luton train station this morning has little sympathy. It's pure greed. It's not necessary. If we're talking about improving the service for the commuters, therefore changes has to be made. Now, obviously, people need to be compensated for that because it's the time of the, the morning and night and so forth when they're working. Um, from what I gather, they've been made an offer. From what most of them earn, I think it's a reasonable offer. In sport, England's cricketers will win back the Ashes if they beat Australia in the fourth test, which starts this morning at Trent Bridge. England lead 2-1 in the five-match series. The weather, a cloudy start with some sunny spells later, a maximum temperature 23 degrees Celsius. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash counties. Thank you, Simon. Morning, Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. I miss my buddies. I miss Boyle. Boyle. I don't actually, I can't say her name. And I miss Dealey. I want to speak to Dealey. This guy's still going on. 24 hours. Seriously, when was the last time you sent a birthday card? Or when was the last time you bought a birthday card but didn't begrudge it? Because, I mean... They're just so expensive, aren't they? What a waste of money. Yeah, it's nice to, to have one made for you by the kids. It's hard work getting the kids to make it, though. I mean, really. Nice little two-way scoins and that audio will be delightful. Thank you. 03459 Five double five is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Eight one three double three. Start your text three CR. Across beds, hearts, and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Oh three four five nine four double five five double five is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Eight one three double three. Start your text three CR. You can email. When was the last time Scoins you sent a birthday card but didn't begrudge it? Um, probably to my father, I'm guessing. Right. Um, but you begrudged it, though. I didn't begrudge it. Well, Tom, sit, sit down. Uh, you, they're very expensive. They are. They can they cost up to £3. <coughs> yeah. I mean, some can cost more. But... Yeah. Well, some can cost, like, £3 is quite a cheap one. Is it? No, yeah. Like, 50p is a cheap one. Well, where are you getting them from? You can get them from... Uh, Sue Ryder? German supermarkets. <laughs> 
popular, popular German supermarket. All right, let's crack on with this. For several years, we've been following the story of a piece of land in Luton which was given away to developers for free. Residents said it was land they used to play sport, walk dogs. They even tried to save it by attempting to get it set aside as a village green. But the council persisted and the development of uh, over 50 homes went ahead. Now it's nearly uh, finished and the residents say that their life has been a nightmare over the last year and they've lost their privacy. My producer, uh, Matt Lockwood, is going to print this script off for me now, please, and bring it in. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, Tom Shaw is in charge of housing at Luton Borough Council and uh, joins me now. Uh, Morning, Tom. When I get this printed, I'll be able to look at you because the way this is set up, I can't see you. But... Um, the, we've spoken to some of the residents, and I know that Paul Scorns, who joins us in the studio, has been to some of the residents and the, the, of, of the houses that are already there. They're not very happy, are they? Uh, no, no existing residents are normally happy when you build on land near them, but we've yep. got such an housing demand in Luton. We have to look at them sites. Uh, I've got regular minutes from a, a lot of meetings that the council staff have had with the residents in that area yeah. uh, just in case anyone says hey, I'm, I've got a complete set here for he's, you he's waving me a com- uh, what appears to be a complete set of Paul can have them no they're not happy but we'll try and do everything we can to actually ease the problem around there if they've got problems, we'll get them sorted but you, out. But you can't, though, can you? Because the property's are there. They're, one of the arguments yeah. is privacy. The fact that they had a nice bit of land behind them, uh, and now they've got loads of houses and other properties looking into their back garden and looking through their windows. You can't fix that, can you? You can't fix that, no. But uh, what I've also got for you is a list of what we've got in Luton. And at the moment, yesterday, we went over 10,000 people on the housing waiting list We'll in come Luton. to that in a second. And I know there's a problem. But this is a very specific example of these people that have lost the privacy in their back gardens and in their bedrooms. I can understand all that. I don't think they've lost privacy in their bedrooms at all. While the building's been going on, they're saying that builders have been looking in. Uh, If they have, I'm going round there today to have a word with the builders, and I had a word with the Housing Association yesterday. They weren't aware of any problems, but what I'm going to go round, I'm going to the site myself today to have a look myself. What about the people that move in? The people that move in have got to, it's a normal housing estate. Yeah, but but you, yeah. you, you and I, Tom, listen, you know I've got a lot of respect for what you're doing. I know you got your back up against the wall with this whole situation, but they have lost the privacy of their houses. They had no one behind them, and now they've got properties behind them that can look into their their bedrooms and their gardens. That's every development. And you're shrugging your shoulders, but no, no, it's no, I'm not shrugging your shoulders. What I'm saying, what I'm saying, that's every development in the country. You've got eight thousand houses just being given permission in central Bedfordshire, right up against the back of Lucy Farm. Uh, you could use examples. So it's tough. Yeah, you, it's you've tough. got every new housing development in a town in the country. You've got exactly the same but thing. So it's the tough. drill. It's not tough. It's a matter of need, right. and you wouldn't do it if you could do it. If you had a perfect world, which some people seem to think we should have, what you'd do is build detached properties, four bedroom, no one facing into each other. Well, all over. We ain't got that luxury in Luton. Is this a slight exaggeration? Well, there are estates that are being built that don't, where the properties don't look into pre-existing properties. So you're saying to the people that, that, that are upset because of that specific thing, there's nothing we can do, it's tough. Planning permission was fully granted through a legal okay. route. Uh, the planners have looked at it. And as you see from the minutes I leave you, there's been numerous meetings with the planners and everyone yeah. else, and that's we. I'm not. I'm yeah. not I know. I know. It's all. But I'm not suggesting anything illegal has been done, but you're saying to the people who are upset, it's tough. There's nothing we can do about it. Okay, no. it's tough. What about the um, the uh, properties where we, there's, the, I don't know if you've seen Paul's video on the Facebook page. No, the, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll show you a clip of it in a bit. There's a young lady, she's got a house, she's got a back garden, there's a gate in the back garden. Before she could open it, there was a field. Now she opens it, 
there's about, what, six inches, a foot maximum, and then there's another massive fence. I know about this one, but she had no right of access to that field at any time in the deeds. Right. Uh, we've got to build. Where do we build? Come and build on this park here where no one allows to, or do we build on a piece of land uh, which was in our ownership? We've got... The demand is so high now in Luton. It's unbelievable. And today, you say, yesterday, we had 10,000 10, people on the waiting list. And we, what you've got to remember is some of these properties... Last week you were talking to me about a lady with some yeah. medical needs in an hotel. Five of these properties are being purposely built... For people with serious disabilities, the chairlifts are going in before they move in. Mm. They've actually been allocated a property. Uh, at the moment, they're in totally unsatisfactory accommodation, and we're building them so they can get the medical needs they need how at much, home. How much social housing is involved in this particular development? The total scheme on that one is uh, 33 for private sale, 9 for shared ownership, and I will say on the shared ownership, all nine have already gone. Yeah. And there's a reserve by every single one of them in case the people that have bought them drop out. Yeah. 14 affordable rent, and five of the affordable rent ones have been done uh, to special disabled needs right. for people, what we already know about. So 14 affordable rents? Yeah. That's not brilliant, is it? That's not, no. That ain't going to solve the problem. No, what, uh, what some people are trying to do is take this individual scheme... Yeah. Separate from all the other ones, it's a scheme called New Orleans and Luton. We're partly taking this one individually because you gave this land away for, for gave for all free. the land, yeah, all the land on all. What of was them. it worth? Ten million? Uh, no, when we gave it away, you had Bickley Road. You had uh, in this phase two of the schemes, you had Bickley Road, Bradley Road, and a site up at Farley Hill is Stopsley. It's called McCowan Close now, yeah. which was right up against the motorway. They're all fully occupied. The total cost of the land, because of the type of land it was, it was back land and everything, you're probably talking about two and a half, three million pounds. Right. Out of that, we have got, with no cost to us... But land with planning permission would be worth more than two million quid. They have to get the planning permission when we do it. How much does that cost? Well, that's up to Catalyst and Builders. Uh, right. And the, who, has to the get, partners. who has to give the planning permission? The council oh. gives the planning permission. Hang on a second. Yeah. So well, that's, Tom, that's Tom, normal. Tom, I know that's it's normal. normal. <laughs> so you, you've given them, you've given away land, and then you've given them planning permission. So planning it's worth more than two million quid. Planning permission is complete. No, when when we give the land away, what we do, we give the land subject to planning permission. Right. So they have to go away and obtain the planning permission. But you know the land with which you give. We don't give it with planning permission, no. No, but you... Tom, come no, on, mate, no, we don't. On. No, we don't, we don't. You're, but, you're completely misunderstanding no, no, no. what happens. You give them the land, but then after the, you've given them the land, you then give them the planning permission. The planning committee does, which is completely independent from anybody. But it's Council. Oh, right, yeah, definitely. Right. OK, so how much would that land be worth with, with planning, planning permission? With permission, 250 houses, uh, probably £7.5 pounds. Right, so you've given away £7.5 million quid worth yeah. of land. You've got five... Was it five houses there? No, no. This is fourteen yeah. houses. No, no, no. Social housing. Yeah, no, well, let's be fair. Let's be fair to everyone. That's the total land on all six sites. Okay. Okay. What you're doing is putting all that cost back to this one okay. site. Okay. Uh, across the six sites, there's different numbers. When we built three of the sites up at Wigmore, uh, Stopsley in Luton. Right. When we built those sites, yeah. there was more rented on them than yeah. shared ownership. Uh, Roebuck Close, the one at Valley Hill, has got shared ownership, rented, and not as many for sale. Yeah. Uh, it depends on where the site is, what happens. So You've you... not got a brilliant return, though, have you? The, we the, have. These companies are going to make shed loads of money out no, of no, no, your, no. your, your generosity. The partnership from day one, one and a quarter million pound of the, any profit is coming back to the council. Right. We're not doing a phase three because the land values in Luton have gone right through the ceiling now, so it won't allow it to stack up. 
uh, but phase one and two, the council gets one and a quarter million pound back out of the profits, which is going to what help stop the, the cuts. There's, there's money that you kind of waive. Was it section 106? Is that 106. it? Going to the, the section 106, how much would that have got you and why did you waive that? Well, the, uh, see, again, it's just people spreading rumours. Section 106. Well, this is why you're here. You can, yeah. you can clarify. Section 106 is where rather stupidly yeah. done away with by the government three and a half, four years ago. Uh, you could negotiate a section 106, that's all you can do, but I'm sure you were. There's just been 300 units uh, being given planning permission not so long ago, but by Luton Rugby Club, yeah. not for the council, all private units, yeah. and the builders managed to make a case that no section 106 well, that's, was needed because it wasn't viable. You weren't involved in that. Scorns, oh, you no, shifted uncomfortably in your seat there at the section 106, why? There was still an obligation to give some money towards it, there wasn't there? Education and that kind of stuff, but that's all you can... There's no, no there is not it. anymore. There is it. no section 106 obligation for the last two and a half years. When was this land given over for free? Uh, the last phase was last year. Okay, and the, and the earlier phases? Earlier phases would have been, I've got all the figures here, uh, the first one was in 2011. Okay, so, so there was I, section 106 yes, there, and, and you waived like, it? No, we didn't waive it all. See, it's a, again, rumours being fired. What we do, for every unit being built, £1,000 yeah. comes back to the council, right. but not into the council funds. It goes for uh, community initiatives in the area. And that's how we spend it. And the public themselves vote how, how that money should be spent. Plus, we got a contribution off each site to education in the town. But under the new Section 106, where people think you're getting millions, say the 300 up at uh, Luton Rugby Club, yeah. a perfect example, the council objected to the building even, because we think it's so over-intensive, it's unbelievable. The applicant went off to an appeal, won at his appeal with a uh, planning inspector, Got the planning permission. We know section 106, and uh, on top of that, he's just sold the land for 10 million pounds to another developer. And you're giving you're giving land away. Yeah, we're giving land away. But that doesn't that, that sounds nuts because the people of Luton are going to lose out on potential yeah. revenue. No, we gave land away for these schemes. Now uh, we're forming what's called a Luton Housing Company. Go on. So what happens with the Luton Housing Company because land has become so valuable in the town. We're down to the last bits, what you've got to remember with our housing stuff. So what we do now, we have to buy the housing department, strange enough, have to buy the land yeah. off the rest of the council because housing's got no land left of its own. You know, what, what is in what's called the housing revenue account. What about the brownfield sites? Because the government's made it easier to build on brownfield, isn't it? I was sat on one yesterday, yeah. uh, but every brownfield site, again, people say every single one in Luton is in private ownership with right. planning applications either in or on it already. There isn't one. We, strange enough, we found two last week which are garage blocks what are in private ownership, yeah. but the owners may do a deal with us. So okay. we think we found two more sites. Paul, anything else? Well, I mean, you know, the the idea that the Chancellor sort of spoke about in the budget about making brownfield more easy, making compulsory purchase more easy, you know, that's something that you've been really reticent to try and use, isn't it, compulsory purchase? No. You haven't, you haven't really kind of thrown your weight behind that. We've got CPOs going through at the moment in Luton. We've got CPOs at the garage site just off Dallow Road. Uh, we've been CPOing private houses what have been left empty for a long time. But one of the problems in Luton is uh, Power Court. Perfect example, a massive brownfield site. Mm. Power Court, there's had three or four different owners on it. Uh, they've all gone away, put a planning application in. Last two with no section one. I've actually lost 90 houses on Vauxhalls because the planners 
when the Chancellor in his wisdom changed the rules, the builders come in with a new planning application. And guess what was on the new planning application? No social housing on the platform. Tom, site. listen, we've got to end it there. I really appreciate you coming in. Um, and uh, I, 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 I've said this before, I know you've got, you got a tough job. You're, you're never going to win. Um, we can keep trying. Well, I, I appreciate your time, Paul. Thank you very much indeed. Oh three four five nine four double five five double five. Bit late. Let's get the travel. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the A1M, it's very busy southbound because there's a lane close on the exit slip road at Junction 6 for Welling Garden City. The M1 also has some delays southbound because the lane's closed at Junction 11 for Dunstable and also on the M1 southbound at Junction 14 for Milton Keynes, it's very busy too. It's slow on the A421 in Milton Keynes as well, around the Bleak Hall roundabout, it's looking very busy. And in Hitchin on Offley Road, it's very busy at the junction for the A505 at Paynes Park. On the trains, there is a tube strike today, so there are no tube services running around London for the whole rest of the day. Samantha Breath, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy. Here's your new sex lines. JVS is looking B-U-F-F, Buffington. Have you lost weight? No. What are you talking about? You're looking hot. Maybe it's just because that, that jersey's quite tight-fitting. I don't know, but it's, it's, you're looking... You're looking good. It's a comp. It's a genuine compliment. Really? Yeah, oh, you're looking that, really good. Thanks so much, Ian. You're very welcome. <laughs> Shift not going to happen. But no, no, it's nice. I believe if you know if people look good, then you should you should say that. Wouldn't say it to those two out there. They look flipping awful. I mean, look at Lockwood. What is that? What is that all about? <laughs> right, these are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio at, oh, blimey, it's 8.19. A 12-year-old boy has been seriously injured after being hit by an off-road motorbike being ridden on a grass playing area in Milton Keynes. A new housing estate in Luton being built next to the M1 is being criticised by neighbouring residents who say their privacy has been lost. And a coroner is calling for a review of safety at Junction 14 of the M1 following the death of a Bedford woman on the ex at Slip Road last week. This is Ian Lee on BBC Three Counties Radio. This is still going on. Did you know there's a 24-hour version of this song? We're listening to it live now. A 24-hour version? It's a 24-hour version of Happy. Really? And it's a great song, but, I mean, 24 hours is uh, seems a little bit excessive. Why would anyone want that? I'm sure Pharrell wants it while he's making love to the ladies. Right. But, um, although this is a little bit too upbeat for, for lovemaking, I prefer, um... Oh, God, do we have Sorry? to? Sorry, what? I'm just trying to help me, give you a few tips. Oh. I actually... You're going to ruin a song in all of our minds, that's what you're about to do. Whenever oh. we hear it, whenever I have to play it, okay. I'm now going to have visions that... Something in the way she moves <laughs> Attracts me like no other lover Oh God! Something in the way you do me Yeah, I don't want to leave it now Oh yeah, I love to sing that while I'm making love What, what a truly or revolting listen, Or I like to listen to Ian Dale on LBC <laughs> Both of those things <laughs> Both of those things really do... Uh, <laughs> They work for me. Oh three four five nine four double five five oh five. Your love music, please. Uh, what's on your show? <laughs> K 
coming up on, on the big phone in this morning from nine. Do you think it's fair to make Mr. Shah demolish his Barton mansion? Oh, yeah, yeah. A Bedfordshire man who turned a bungalow into a mansion without planning permission has been served with an enforcement notice to demolish parts of his home. Mr. Saeed Raza Shah had appealed against the demolition order, but inspectors have now sided with Central Bedfordshire Council, who never granted him planning permission for the redevelopment in the state it's in at the moment. The battle between Central Beds Council and Mr Shah began in 2013 when it was identified that he'd increased his floor space by 165% by turning the bungalow into a three-storey mansion clearly visible from the A6. Oh, it's horrible. Now Mr Sharp will be told to pull down parts of his home that were never agreed by planning uh, by planners and, in their words, threaten the character of the green belt. Mm. Well, I haven't been in this house, but I've spoken to people this morning that have, and apparently it's like the kind of house you'd see on cribs. <laughs> I'm so sorry. The way you said... Do you even know what cribs is? Yes. Okay. <laughs> the kind of house you'd see on Cribs. You said it with such it's, venom. It's black marble throughout. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Big I can imagine chandeliers, it. all that kind of... He's spent a fortune on this property. Yeah. So is making him tear the whole thing down now, is that the best way forward? Do you think that's the right... Or should the planners be saying, and should the council there be saying, look, OK, you shouldn't have done this, yeah. and for everyone else, we're going to watch you much more closely no. when you start doing building work. Um but there's no point in now asking you to demolish no, a house. What? That, no. Sometimes you really surprise me with your outrageous. I nearly said ridiculous. I, That's unfair. I'm, I'm just proposing that. I'm not saying. So, oh, it's happened again. <laughs> it's happened. I've lost it again. <laughs> Something I'm in the way. Saying, I'm not saying this is my view. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, just I'm asking sorry. this okay. as a question. Okay. Because there are people, and I know yeah. when we discussed this uh, last year, yeah. when it was still rumbling on this story, there were lots of people who were making that point. Look, you know, it's now it's now been done. What he's done is done. Yeah. He's made a mistake. He's built the house. He's spent loads of money on it. Mm. Um, broke the law. He broke the law. He broke the law. He's got loads of money. He broke the law. That's like saying to someone, all right, now listen, you've done this murder. We're going to let you get away with this one and we're going to watch everybody else much, much closer. He broke the law. Take it, take but, it down. But a murder hurts other people. What does this ha- who, who does this house actually hurt? But it sets a precedent, doesn't it? It's the precedent that it sets. That, uh, but, but, so if anybody else, anybody else could then go and build what they want, the council said, well, you've got to tear it down. No, no, no. Mr. Shah, you, Mr. Shah's house, you let him keep the whole thing. So it's, it's, it's the precedent it sets. The, the other issue that people have raised when we've discussed this in the past, and I wonder whether this is how a lot of people feel and, and why it would be unfair to now make him demolish the house, yeah. is because why didn't the council come and inspect the work more often, yeah. knowing that it was major redevelopment of a property? Why did the council not come out and inspect it more often when yeah. the building work was going on? So they could have said at that point, hang on a minute, whoa, 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 you're building this much too big, stop, all the work now. When I did a loft conversion, I've got to go because we've got a guest, but sorry, it's, this is fascinating. When I did a loft conversion in a house a couple of years ago, we couldn't get rid of the council. Right, exactly. The guy kept coming around saying, no, you've got to redo this, these are the wrong lights, that's not what, what's in the plans. We had, it was unbelievable. Exactly, so should there have been more, more um, proactive measures taken by the council during the process. Anyway, we'll, we'll debate all this from nine this morning. Do you think it's fair to make Mr Shah demolish his Barton mansion? I'd love your calls. 03459455555. This is Ian Lee. On BBC Three Counties Radio. That'll be a good one. Not to imply that the others are rubbish, but that will be a, that will be, um, a good one.
Um, okay, uh, one of the busiest motorway junctions in Buckinghamshire, and it's a danger to commuters, as a senior coroner has been saying, and they want to review into junction 14 of the M1 at Milton Keynes. It's a, it is a nightmare. Um, and a driver was killed in a pile-up on the slip road last week. Asa Yalsinkia died when a heavy goods vehicle crashed into the back of her car in stationary traffic waiting to leave the motorway. Um, if you've driven on that bit, you'll know it's, it's just... I mean, it is, it is awful. David Footer is from Dunstable and has been a lorry driver for 30 years. Morning, David. Morning, Ian. Uh, you've witnessed a pile-up there, didn't you, a while ago? What happened? Yeah, it was on a Saturday lunchtime. I was heading northbound on the motorway and the stationary traffic from Junction 14 was queuing back onto the running lanes mm. and three heavies in the near side lane concertinaed and it crushed the middle one. Yeah, it was pretty nasty. Flipping it. And, and, and what, what were they going? At, they must have been going at some speed for that to have happened. Well, all lorries now are limited to 56 miles an hour, but yeah. they're still 82 feet a second. So when they do impact, um, it's the speed differential that does the damage. It's a bit of road I know quite well, because on a Friday, well, I, I have been, um, not much longer, but I, I, I go drive up the M1 towards Birmingham straight after this show, and I know that, that junction very well. And it is, um, well, it just looks dangerous, doesn't it? It, it doesn't look as though significant fo- thought has been going into it. Well, I think what we've got there is uh, a hybrid, because it's, it was a junction that was able to cope with X amount of vehicles, and there's now two times that volume. Um, so they've modified it and modified it, and, of course, we've got four lanes leading up from Luton, and then, literally, as you're getting off the motorway, the right-hand lane is controlled by traffic signals onto the roundabout, mm. and the left lane is with flow. So it, you need to get the vehicles off that roundabout. Uh, the, the, the coroner involved in this, this terrible uh, tragedy, this, this sad loss of life, has, uh, has called for a review. I mean, I don't quite know what that would actually do, but do, do you think it needs to be um, looked at again and, and, and possible changes made? Oh, yes, I do. I mean, the, in road safety, there's three E's. Education, enforcement and engineering. And without doubt, the engineering is the one is, that gives the best returns. Although, we've got to spend some money to make the, the changes. If you look at Junction 12 now, the way that the traffic flows there nice and smoothly, um, they've removed an awful lot of the problems that were there before. Is there is there uh, uh, more that the drivers can be doing? I mean, obviously you should be aware when you're driving, but sometimes your concentration slips a bit. Is, is there, are the drivers at fault in any way? Well, definitely, Ian. Drivers are responsible for the crashes. Um, since we've been building vehicles, we've been crashing them, and no one has been trained to drive on a motorway. Um, so, really, it is lack of education. Um, there is a responsibility on the driver to be safe at all times. But we all know if you've driven on a motorway any distance, a little bit of fatigue can creep in. And unless you stop, then that fatigue is only going to get worse. And uh, obviously, I don't know what happened last week, but when a lorry crashes into a car, then the car's going to come off worse. It's a transfer of momentum. David, um, it's good to get your thoughts on this. Thank you very much indeed. David Footit from uh, Dunstable, 03459 455 555. I think I'm on time for something for the first time this morning. Let's get the trap. Travel news for beds, hearts and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. 
very busy on the M1 southbound at Junction 11 for Dunstable because the lane's been closed there by a vehicle that's broken down. On the A1M it's so southbound as well because the exit slip road at Junction 6 has the lane closed at Wellington City and the M25 is delays anti-clockwise between Junction 17 for Maple Cross and 16 for the M40. The M40 itself is very busy heading out of town from the Swakeley's roundabout towards the M25 and in High Wycombe that's busy on the A404 Marlow Hill in and out of High Wycombe and the Great Northern trains have disruption between Peterborough and King's Cross because of late finishing engineering works. It's also a strike today which means there are no tube services in London. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's 8.30, I'm Simon Oxley. A 12-year-old boy has been seriously injured after being hit by an off-road motorbike being ridden on a grass playing area in Milton Keynes. The boy suffered serious leg injuries at the playing area in Bean Hill at around 3.45 on Tuesday afternoon. A new housing estate in Luton being built next to the M1 is being criticised by neighbouring residents who say their privacy has been lost because of a housing shortage in the town. The land at Butley Road is being developed despite previously being considered too close to the motorway. And Commuters are facing a day of disruption because of a strike by London underground workers. It's the second stoppage in a month in a dispute about the introduction of overnight services. Three Counties Sport. BBC Three Counties Radio. England's cricketers will win back the Ashes if they beat Australia in the fourth test, which starts this morning at Trent Bridge. England lead 2-1 in the five-match series. Here's captain Alistair Cook. We can only control how we bowl, how we bat, how we operate, how we field. We know that if we put the ball in the, the certain areas to the Australian batters, then we'll put them under pressure. If they come back and play really well, credit to them. But you know, we're trying to keep it as simple as we can in our group. You know, we saw at Edgbaston when we did with their thereabouts and off stump to a lot of their guys, you know, we can get some reward. And if we're not, like we were at Lords, we got punished. Luton could be on the verge of a million-pound payday with reports linking former striker Andre Gray with the move from Brentford to Hull. Hull have reportedly made a £9-million offer for Gray and Brentford teammate Moses Odubajo. Luton have a sell-on clause after Gray left Kenilworth Road a year ago. Meanwhile, a young Hatter side won 1-0 at Dunstable last night in their final pre-season friendly. And Watford have received support ahead of their return to the Premier League from the town's world heavyweight title boxing prospect Anthony Joshua. The Olympic champion was speaking after becoming one of eight Rio ambassadors. Do what they've done to get there, I think. I think that's the most important thing. Don't change what's worked. You know, you've got some new uh, some new management under your wings now and show them why, why they've come in and make it make make the fans happy. Everyone that's come to support you. And Britain's Adam Peaty will begin his bid for a fourth World Swimming Championship gold medal today in the 200-metre breaststroke. The 20-year-old yesterday claimed a further two medals, adding the mixed medley relay and 50-metre breaststroke golds to the 100-metre breaststroke gold he won on Monday. BBC Three Counties News and Sport. The next full bulletin is at nine. This is Ian Lee on BBC Three Counties Radio. This is still going on. I mean, bring me down, I said. Oh, it's my favourite guy. I like this guy. He's the um, chunky guy at the, um, the the store at night time. My kids like it when Steve Carell comes on because he's the dad in a film that they like. Forty-year-old virgin. He couldn't be a dad in that. Couldn't be a dad in that, but doesn't matter because they shouldn't be watching that. That's the that's the thing. Don't analyse it. Just enjoy it for what it is. 
555 is the telephone number. Are we going to... Betsy, Betsy, Betsy. Are we going to speak to Justin Dealey at any point today? Because if we can't get his woody up, then I'll just talk to him on the phone. I'm, I'm missing the guy's vibe. He's back. He's e. in the building. Aye. He's just popped out to get you something special. He's gone he's... out to get a growl. He's no. either getting a growler or um, the, the, the king or no. the clown. Nope. Neither, no, no, no. Nothing that you Then I'm not interested. <laughs> via your mouth but you'll consume it via your ears I'm glad it's my ears I got worried I mean then. you can do what you like with it really alright but... mate just because it's your birthday doesn't mean you can be disrespectful like it, it happy does happy na 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 destruction oh I was going to the next verse oh um 03459 555 is the telephone number now as we've been saying all morning uh, a 12 year old boy has been seriously uh, injured after being hit by a motorbike driven across a playing field in Milton Keynes it happened on Tuesday and the boy has um, well he's had surgery on his leg he's now recovering at home let's get the details we can speak to his mum Laura morning Laura morning I really appreciate you coming on this morning um uh, what is your son's name, by the way? His name's Michael. Michael. All right, OK, because this, this story's kind of been developing throughout the morning. It's why we're a little bit short on some of the facts. Tell us what happened to Michael. Um, well, he was playing on the top field of Dean Hill um, with a few friends, playing a game called Run Out. Um, and a motorbike had been going around the field and the kids had thought the bike had gone. So they carried on playing and Michael said he didn't even hear the motorbike and he just went straight into the side of him so flipping heck yeah uh, uh, and, and he uh, dropped uh, the man dropped the motorbike said a few cursing words picked up the bike and rode off i'm sorry i'm laughing because what he what he swore he swore at your son well i think he swore because he dropped the bike and oh. sure it was aimed at my son or... okay okay and so he he he, he hit michael he dropped the bike uh, uh, and then he got off and rode away. Did he say anything to Michael or any of his friends? Not that I'm aware of. As I said, I wasn't there. I was, he was supposed to be staying at a friend's house. Yeah. Um, so I left. But um, Michael said to the person on the phone, Michael isn't a boy that goes out to play. He doesn't like going out on the States to play. So he did, and then. Oh, well, this is gonna this is gonna so, knock his confidence for six, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um. What, what? When did you find out about it? How, how? If he was staying with a mate, how did you find out? Um. My friend phoned me. Um. Well, actually, was texting me because my phone had died. Um. She t- just texted me saying, "Get here now. Michael's been hit by a bike, motorbike." So obviously, I just ran, jumped in my car, sped there. Um. And yeah, got there as quick as I could. How was he? What 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 what, what injuries did he have? Um, he had a big gash to his leg. Um, you could see the fatty tissues in his leg, and you could see right down to his bone. Oh, blimey, poor lad. Yeah, I know. He was very brave. He hasn't cried once, so he is very very brave. Oh, that's because I've got two boys, a little bit younger than yours. But that—that that is what, what, such a lovely parent thing to say. He's been very brave, and it sounds like yeah, he was. It sounds. Like, uh, uh, went to hospital. What happened at the hospital? Yeah, we got taken to hospital. Um, the nurses were brilliant. The surgeon was brilliant. Um, he had to have the wound washed out and um, stitched back together. But he had to go under anaesthetic. Uh, so such a big wound. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, he's he, he's going to be all right. It's not it's not lasting injury. No, you'll just have um, a scar, and you'll need to go back to the GP to get the stitches removed. Okay. 
How's he doing he's now? He's very, very lucky. Yeah, very lucky. it sounds like it. And you say that he's been brave, and you say that he hasn't cried, but that, and, but you also say that you know he wasn't particularly confident about going out and playing there anyway. Well, um, yeah. How is he in himself? As far as I'm aware, I think he's just happy to be home. He was so bored, bless him. Um, he's not long woke up, so he's listening to me talking to you. Good morning, Michael. <laughs> no, I said morning. Yeah, whatever. Morning. Whatever. <laughs> Um, yeah. He's on his summer holidays. Is this kind of, um, um, you know, d- 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 ruined his summer holidays? Um, I hope not. I hope not. I'm hoping he's... I, I don't know if shock's still there or... He's not really spoke about it. I think he's just a bit worried about um, the man that did it. Oh, bless him. Well, you've, you, the, 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 how have the police been? Have they been OK dealing they've with this? They've been really good, yeah. Brilliant. Um, yeah, they've been good. All right, listen, just give it to tell us when it happened and, and where it happened. Because if there's anybody listening, you know, who, who maybe knows the, the fella or maybe the fella's feeling guilty or, or, or anything, it'll be really good, to, you know, to get in touch with the police. So, where and when exactly was it? Okay, it was on um, the 4th of August. That happened on the top of Dean Hill Field. There was a few residents that came out and stayed with Michael until I got there. And oh, my good for them. Beyonce was there as well. He stayed with them and made sure it was fine. But yeah, there was a lot of residents. I don't know if any of them have got CCTV or anything of what happened, but it was at the top of Bean Hill on the field, 4th of August, about half past three. Mm, okay. Well, listen, he sounds like he's a very brave lad. He's very lucky to have you as a mum. Go and spoil him rotten. Thank you. Um, yeah, and I really do. appreciate you coming on this morning, Laura. Lots of love to both of you. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Where we go? What, what, what a delightful lady. What it sounds like a, a get out of bed, Michael. Come on. Surely, why don't you's on this morning, isn't it? Go and watch that, and then the monkeys or something. Uh, thank you, Scoins, for uh, getting uh, uh, Laura. I know you've been chasing um, them all morning to try and get them on, and uh, I really appreciate it. And it, you know, that's such a parent thing to say. Oh, he's been so brave. And it, but it's said with such love, and I say it to my boys. You know, if they oh, you've been so brave, and they are being brave. You know, brilliant, Laura. Thank you very much. That's uh, if you've got any information on that, then give the police a call one oh one, and they will um, they will be able to uh, 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 listen to you. Oh three four five nine four double five five double five. Andy. Hello, Ian. <sighs> Hello, Andy. Yes. Mmm. I, I just found up because. I wanted to wish Kelly a happy birthday. Oh, for crying out, bums. What are you... This is not the phone-up and wish happy birthday to Kelly show, Andrew. Well, Kelly's always very nice, so she should be um, congratulating on her birthday. But uh, hang on a bit, I don't get the thing. Why are you congratulating someone for just being alive for another day? (laughs) There's no congratulations. Yeah, you say, you say, um... Congratulations on your birthday. All right, Andy, congratulations on making it as far as Thursday. <laughs> you may not make it as far as Friday. That's not a threat, but if you feel threatened, take that with you. Do How you... old is Kelly today? She's n- 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 19 years old. Is she? Yep, she is. She wouldn't, she wouldn't say what she's doing for her birthday. She's um, doing... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know what she's doing. Her mates have said, um, be dressed up. Sexy uh-huh. for one thirty this afternoon, and we're going to take you. Uh-huh. I got a feeling she might be wa- uh, working the streets, but we'll we'll, we'll see. I, <laughs> times are times are hard on the boulevard. Uh, Andy, do do you send birthday cards? I do, yes. 
Do you do it begrudgingly, though? Because they cost a... The thing is, right, you can't do it. With Christmas cards, you can go to, like, some rubbish shop and you can buy a pack of 100 Christmas cards where, like, 0.6 pence of each card goes to a charity. And you can get them for, like, a fiver. That's 100 cards. That works out at, at like, five pence a card, right, or something. You can't yes. do that with birthday cards. And everyone expects their birthday cards to be primo quality. Yeah, I, I think some people don't really appreciate a card these days, particularly young people. What do you feel? <laughs> you've just you've just held the mirror up to me. I don't know what I feel. I'm a blank canvas. My opinions are, are entirely dictated by you, slackers. Oh, right. OK. Thanks for calling, Andy. Ta-ta. Kev's on the line. Morning, Kev. Hey, morning, Ian. Hey, rap fans. What you got for us, Kev? I just rang up to wish Kelly a happy oh, birthday. Oh, fuck, no. No. All right, then. sorry. Part two. Part two is congratulations to Justin Healy. Congratulations to who? To Justin. What for? What, for picking up the listenership on oh, your... Oh, right, for goodness sake. What is going on with these numpties? Yes, we've got the most listeners this show's ever had. Probably. I mean, I don't know if that's actually true, but we're up a lot, right? So thank you for that. And yes, Justin Dilly is part of the team, but I mean, it, it, really, guys? And you can't just, just don't, we're not the Ken Bruce show. As much as I, 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 I love Ken Bruce, and since he came on last week, I have even more respect for Mr. Bruce as a broadcaster. That's not our show. Now, why have we got, I can see the switchboard now in these new studios, and the phones are busier than they've ever been. Richard, what do you want? Oh, I'm, I'm lighting the phone up um, as I wish Kelly a happy birthday. Oh, for goodness. Put you through to him. Go on. Go, put you through to who? Ian. OK, I'll put you through now. The line's going to go dead. Then you, next thing you're going to hear is Ian, OK? Go on, then. OK, let's go to line three. It's Richard. Morning, Richard. Hello there, mate. Long time no speak. Isn't it, though? I wish Kelly a happy birthday. Oh, that's a lovely surprise. No, go away! For crying out loud. 03-459-455-555 is the telephone number. Um, but not if you want to phone up and say hello to Kelly. Sorry, Kells. No, it's fine. No, it's not fine. It's out of order. It's... Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Do you know what that means? Yeah. What? Out of order. Yeah. Uh, mm. if, it, if it's a Northampton thing, I'd contact Radio Northampton. Yeah, tell them to... Uh, who are they? I know she's, 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 Matt's dealing with a complaint about BBC Radio in Northampton. Yeah, yeah. I've got a complaint about them, mm. but I'm not going to say. All anything. right, no. cheers, bye bye. Bye. What was going on there? What was going on there, Matt? Ah, uh, just a caller. About what? About something. Well, I know it was about Northampton. It was about Treasure Quest. At Northampton. Uh, y- yes. Well, that's ours as well. It's joint, isn't it? Mm. Hey, anyway, Alan's on the line. He wanted to wish Kelly a happy birthday. I've spoken well. to Alan. Uh, Alan, no, you have, Alan, have I spoken to you? No, you haven't, no. Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry, mate. It's just been... Callers winding me up this morning, and so are my, my, my in inverted commas... Oh, really? What are they winding you team. up about? What have you, what have you, well, just keep... They keep banging on, because it's Kelly's 19th, Alan. I don't even listen to the show. But they okay. keep phoning up saying, Oh, I want to say happy birthday to Kelly. Oh, I want to say happy birthday oh, to really? Kelly. Oh, okay, no, no, you, no, I do not want callers phoning up to wish Kelly happy birthday. Anyway, Alan, what have you called in for, mate? I just want to say... Happy birthday! Happy birthday 
That's all I want to say. I'm I'm furious right now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Why don't you sing along with me then? Sing along with me. Sing along with me then. I'm too angry to sing. After two, one, two, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. I'm. I'm Haven't you got the balls? Or can't you sing? I'm, I am so... What we're doing is I'm keeping you on the line because the, we've got a new computer system that can locate your whereabouts, like in those films in the 1990s on, involving the FBI. Tell me where I am. Letchworth. <laughs> yeah, OK. Yeah. Oh, let's just see how many people ran and up. It's, oh, and it's birthday. honing, it's honing, or homing, I'm not sure which, it's honing and homing in on your exact location. And as soon where as I got I? the... Where is my exact location? Tell not, me. Oh, I, Letchworth. And as soon as I yeah, have the coordinates, as soon as I have the coordinates, I'm going to come round there, Good. and I, and I'm going. Yeah, you won't be saying that when I. Um, I will be. Yo, you won't be. Together, I'm not singing sing that. Together. Sing what? Oh, can't you sing? Can't you sing? After two, one, two. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Can't you sing? You make me want to puke. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. The M1 is really busy now southbound from jun- at Junction 11 for Dunstable. That's because the lane's closed on the exit slip road by a broken down truck. And the A1M southbound has also got a lane closed on the exit slip road at Junction 6 for Welling Garden City. On the M25, it's slow anti-clockwise from Junction 17 for Maple Cross to 16 for the M40. And it's very busy in Hemel Hempstead on the A415. Between the 411 Green... <laughs> hey guys, let's go on the A41 Fun! It sounds <laughs> Between awesome. Greenway and the M1 in Watford, it's very busy too. Between St Albans Road around the Dome Roundabout and Great Northern trains have disrupted service between Peterborough and Kings yeah. Cross because mm. of engineering work that finished yeah. late. Mm. Chilter Railway also have yeah. trains not stopping at the usual tube yes. stops between Ellsbury and Marlebone because it's of the strike. Samantha Breath, BBC Three Counties Radio. The A41 Fun, Carol. Right, it's um, 8.47. We're going to get the weather soon, but before that, I'm going to give you some headlines. A 12-year-old boy has been seriously injured after being hit by an off-road motorbike being ridden on a grass playing area in Milton Keynes. A new housing estate in Luton being built next to the M1 is being criticised by neighbouring residents who say their privacy has been lost. And commuters are facing a day of disruption because of a strike by London underground workers, and London underground workers are facing a day of unpaid nothingness. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Hello, good morning. Well, we've got some pretty thick grey cloud around at the moment. Um, it's really quite low. We might just get a spot or two of, uh, of just drizzle, really. But otherwise, we're looking at a dry day. And eventually, the sun will come out again as well. There'll be some um, hazy, sunny spells around. Top temperatures today up to a very pleasantly warm uh, 23 or 24 degrees Celsius. So turning into a pretty nice day, actually. Overnight tonight, it's going to feel cooler and fresher than last night. It's staying dry. Some clear skies, lows of around 11 or 12 degrees.
As we head into tomorrow, it's going to be a nice bright start, lots of sunshine around and then gradually it will cloud over through the afternoon, but staying dry and staying mostly dry over the weekend. I'll say mostly dry because we might just catch one or two showers on Saturday morning, but uh, you know, there'll be few and far between. I think you'd be unlucky to see one. Otherwise dry, some good spells of sunshine around and feeling nice and warm with temperatures in the low to the mid-twenties. Nice weekend, that's the book Yeah, loving that. I'm loving that. I, what did I'm... Um... Mick Hoffer yeah. on BBC Three Counties Radio. Yeah. For over six decades, comedian Ken Dodd has been touring and selling out theatres. I'm very, very blessed, actually, Mr Nick, because if the jokes aren't connecting as, as much as I'd like them to, I can always uh, burst into song. Weekdays from 12. Much of that music, not least the Happy Mondays, has not only stood the test of time, it still sounds as fresh as it did then. It certainly does, yeah. 60s not can't be sure that weren't that other lot, not us. Nick Coffer. Live at uh, Woburn Abbey for the uh, Woburn Abbey Garden Show. It's very nice to actually speak to you in your home. You are the very proud garden manager. I am indeed, yes. I'm proud of what we've achieved as a team here at Woburn. It's fantastic. Nick Coffer, weekdays from 12 on BBC Three Counties Radio. To know my team. Hey! Boss. Giza. Giza, how I'm, are you this I'm, morning? I, I, I'm sad, mate. Why are you sad? Because my brother from another mother's not been on the show much today. Sorry, mate. That's Wagwan. technology. That's uh, sat trucks. That's Woody's not being uh, in a suitable position. Oh. Uh, yeah, sorry. Always, sorry. always. Listen, guys, and this is one thing I've learned in 40... How old am I? Two. 42 years of life, you've got to put your Woody in a suitable position, mate. Otherwise, yeah. it's just not working for anybody. Yeah, I just couldn't quite get it right this morning. I'm sorry. No. Okay, so, but you're, so you're, I think you're out. Can you go and stand outside the window so I can see you? No, I'm not, I'm not by your window, mate. Where are, well, where are you? I saw I'm you in the, the office. At, what do you mean you're with the people? I'm with the people at Dunstable. I saw you in the, um, excuse me, just burping. I saw mm. you in the uh, office a few moments ago. No. Yeah, I did. I've got well. You may have done a few you minutes ago. I've got, I've got very, mate. I've got very long legs. I can travel very quickly. You have got very long. I'm legs. like a kangaroo. Um. Right, birthday cards. They're a waste yeah. of time. They're a waste <sighs> of money. Get, getting them made by the kids is fun, but getting the kids to make them is is. And I remember because I was trying to get my. It was my wife's birthday, and I was trying to get my eldest to make a birthday card. I didn't even bother with the youngest. It'd be rubbish. And he's going, I just want to watch one more episode of, of um, um, Penguins in Madagascar. I was like, no, no, no. Anyway, anyway I, it was a real chore to get him to do it. Mm. And then he started doing it. And then he started putting a lot of effort into it. Mm. And I was just thinking, oh, just hurry up. No, just you do, You've done it now. You've drawn a rainbow. What's that? Rain? Rain's not that big. You don't need rain. Yes, you need, yes, you need rain to make a rain. Teary, it went on for... Teary, he spent mate. about seven or eight minutes doing it. I was thinking, oh, my life is just wasting away. Your attitude, I've got to be honest with you, your attitude this morning makes me sick. What are you beefing on about? Really? Yeah, I'm beefing on about you and... Realistic, uh, yeah. No, 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 not realistic. No. Where's the personal touch? You know, you should be doing things. Mate, you should you be making the effort of people mate, that you love, who mate, love you. You know for a fact that we are not allowed to do the personal touch at the BBC anymore. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys, from the 70s. I'm not talking about touching. Oh, I'm talking about writing birthday cards. Does oh. this go on for much longer? Because I've just realised I've had too much coffee and I really need a, to go to the bathroom. Um, you've taken this to the streets, Justin. Yes, according to the papers this morning, birthday cards are pretty much a uh, thing seen, of the past. Sorry, I've just seen what they're doing for their phoning on um, a rival radio station. Can, can I you tell, tell me? You? Yeah, yeah please. I can. I'll, I'll, I'll miss the names out. I used to work there. It's the 70th anniversary of the Hiroshima nuclear bomb.
Hmm. This morning, we want to know, can we live in a world without nuclear weapons? Call us now. <laughs> You've got that versus yeah. Jonathan talking about uh, a fella who should, by all rights, tear down his house. I know which I'd rather listen to. Yes. I know which is going to generate the most exciting calls. Mm. Mm. Can we live in a world without nuclear weapons? Call us now. Oh, <laughs> really? OK. Or you could do something fun and interesting. I don't know. Anyway, I do apologise. Sorry, boss. Uh, it's Justin, isn't it? Yeah. Birthday cards. Yeah, you seem to think... What? You seem to think that they're a worthwhile thing. Yeah, they are. Oh, come on. Is this one of those pieces where you've just got everyone to say what you want them to say? No. No, I haven't, actually. Um, I've been on the streets this morning asking people, do you still send birthday cards? And if you don't send birthday cards, I want to know why. <laughs> and, and, and this gets pretty deep, OK? And pretty yeah. argumentative. Yeah. And I'm just telling people the way it is. Of course, Here's what Here's what happened this morning. Morning, boss. Nice swag. Birthday cards. When was the last time you sent one? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's about a year now. <laughs> Why? Why don't you send birthday cards anymore? What's wrong with you? That's what you have emails for. That's not personal. Uh, yeah, but... Uh, well, it's not your handwriting. Yeah, it's not uh, your style. Yeah, well, it's not it your aura. Well, right. <laughs> it's not, though, is it? No, it's not really. Uh, How would well. you feel if somebody sent you an email instead of a birthday card? I'm quite pleased. Let's get the Lithuanian perspective. When was the last time you sent a birthday card? Uh, last year. But we're now in August. Yeah. Where, but where's I the personal have, touch? I don't have time for sending birthday cards. You don't have time to, to, to give a bit of dedication and a bit of respect to the people that you love? Yeah, but we have now Facebook, so it's like what? easier. Man to man, I don't really like this Lithuanian perspective, but um, you know, each to their own. Thanks very much. Have a good day. Okay, thank, thank you. you. Cheers. Morning, madam. You've got some class, haven't you? Oh, yes. I bet you send birthday cards, don't you? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Birthday cards, are they a waste of time? Yeah. What, why are they a waste of time? You, you, you appall me. Do it online. What about the personal touch? What about it? Well, isn't it nice to have the personal touch? No. Appreciate <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it. Same to them, Come on, are you just a bit too grumpy? Definitely not. They're a pain. They're a nuisance. If no. you get them, you've got to find somewhere to put them, then you've got to decide when to take them down. And then you're yeah. going to throw them away. You're going to throw away the personal touch. If you don't get them, oh, why didn't so-and-so get me a birthday card? Yeah. I'm sorry, mate. They just make things too stressful and too complicated. We don't need them. I'm old-fashioned. And do you know what? I'm proud of that. Is that, is that it? Hmm. That, that, that's your closing comment, both of which I'm going to have now as two separate clips. Well, well that's I, it. I, I, I do believe in tradition, and if somebody sent me a birthday card, I would be no, I would be very, very flattered by that. And if I didn't receive a single birthday card, to be quite honest with you, that would ruin my birthday. This guy's still going. 24-hour version. It's a very, very naughty lady dancing in a petrol station. That's got to oh. be flouting health and safety, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> I mean, she's, she's hot. Uh, Justin, I think you're a plum, but... Um, what? Uh, no, no. I maybe. think you are as well. No, I think you deserve a slap. Well, I think you deserve a slap. I think you're going to get a slap, and then no, I think you're no. going to see my heels as I run away. I'll give you a slap, a hard slap. I'll give you a hard one. Mine's harder than yours. You couldn't get your woody to work. Probably it's best we end now. this conversation now, isn't it? Yeah, cheers. Cheers, Justin.
Oh, I've just remembered what the show was going to be about, and I completely forgot to do it. Sorry, guys. This goes on for 24 hours. So the small... F- no, hang on, not the small faces. They're, um, no, hang on. <clears throat> the faces are getting back together. Let's do um, uh, a pop quiz. So, Lockers, who's in the faces? Uh, faces, Cliff Richard. Okay, carry on. Anyone else? Paul McCartney. Okay, yeah. Anyone else? Doing well so far. Am I? Well, as much as you've got 100% consistency in, in being completely wrong, yeah. Uh, f- uh, Phil Collins. Okay, okay. <laughs> Betsy, who's in the faces? Oh, Rod Stewart. Yeah. Stewart. You can't just go on Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart, anyone else? Who, me? <laughs> Ro- <laughs> Ronnie Wood, is he in there? Yeah, anyone else? I don't know. That'll do, that'll, that'll do. do. Anyway, they're getting back together. Good. That was what the whole the whole show was. I remember thinking, right, I must do the whole show about this. It'd be a great show. The whole show was going to be centred around the faces getting back together. Uh, I'm afraid that um, you you guys, it's like my version of the Lost Beach Boys album Smile. You won't get to hear it for 42 years. <laughs> that episode never happened. I'm afraid, guys. Right, we're going to stick around. We're going to record the podcast links afterwards, are we? Beautiful. Oh. I, I, didn't mean, know he I could... can just go for a bacon butty. I'd have to stay. I didn't know he could hear me. Yeah. I want, I want um, Scoins. I yeah. want Dealey. I want um, Kelly. I guess I've got to have Lockwood. Let's make some podcast gold. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. The M1 is really busy southbound at Junction 11 for Dunstable and the A1M is also very slow southbound because the lanes are closed on the exit slip road at Junction 6 for Welling Garden City. On the M25 it's very busy between Junction 24 for Potter's Bar anti-clockwise at Junction 23 for the A1M and the M25 Junction 21A roundabout in Brickettwood that is also very busy. The A41 southbound is slow from approaching the M25 at Junction 20 for Kings Langley and Great Northern trains still have problems between Peterborough and Kings Cross because of the engineering works going on that finished late and on the trains between um, Aylesbury and Marlebone on Chiltern Railway services they're being disrupted and running a revised service because they're not stopping at the tube stations because of the London Underground strike and that strike will be running all day if you usually would use London Underground services in London. Samantha Breath, BBC Three Counties Radio. Sammy, excellent stuff. Podcast, I hear you say. Oh, yeah. If you go to the BBC Three Counties uh, website, which is um, on the internet, you can uh, download the podcast from there. Also, if they go to the iTunes, um, you can... It's Then you type in Ian Lee. it pop up in there. And with that, I've run out of words to say. Ta-ta. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Ian. Good morning. Welcome to the JVS Show. I'm Jonathan Vernon-Smith. It's Thursday, it's nine o'clock, and on today's big phone-in... Do you think it's fair to make Mr Shah demolish his Barton mansion? A Bedfordshire man who turned a bungalow into a mansion without planning permission has been served with an enforcement notice to demolish parts of his home. Mr Saeed Raza Shah had appealed against the demolition order, but inspectors have now sided with Central Bedfordshire Council, who never granted him planning permission for the redevelopment. 
The battle between Central Beds Council and Mr Shah began in 2013 when it was identified that he'd increased his floor space by 165% by turning the bungalow into a three-storey mansion clearly visible from the A6. Now Mr Shah will be told to pull down parts of his home that were never agreed by the planners and in their words, threaten the character of the green belt. Well, this morning I want to hear your reaction to this local story. Do you think it's fair to make Mr Shah demolish his Barton mansion? Here's the tele- telephone number for your call. It's 03459 455 555. This is the JVS Show on BBC Three Counties Radio. I'll take your call in just a second, but first, let's get some BBC news at one minute past nine. Here's Simon Oxley. The headlines, police hunt hit and run biker in Milton Keynes, Luton Council defends new housing estate and betting suspended on the Great British Bake Off. BBC Three Counties Radio. Police in Milton Keynes are searching for a motorcyclist who left a 12-year-old boy seriously injured after a hit-and-run. The youngster suffered serious leg injuries after being hit by the off-road bike on a grass-playing area in Bean Hill at around 3.45 on Tuesday afternoon. The boy's mother, Laura, has told BBC Three Counties her son, Michael, is now back at home. He heard a big gash to his leg. Um, you could see the fatty tissues in his leg and you could see right down to his bone. He was very brave. He hasn't cried once, so... He is very, very brave. The nurses were brilliant. The surgeon was brilliant. You'll just have um, a scar and you'll need to go back to the GP to get the stitches removed. A new housing estate in Luton being built next to the M1 has been criticised by neighbouring residents who say their privacy has been lost because of a housing